This metatainment production is brought to you today by the Samurai Aquatics and Decor MetaVenture. Scan that QR code or click that link in the description and dive yourself headfirst into the Samurai Aquatics Discord server to pleasure your peepers on our current and future range of outdoor decor. The Wine and She Show is a Metaverse and NFT discussion and interview series brought to you by Metaverse Ventures Entertainment and host Ben68 and more cheats. Warning, the information and opinions within are solely the views of the individuals involved contains content not suitable for anyone. G'day and thanks for listening to or watching the Wine and Cheese in the Metaverse show. I'm Ben68 here with my co-host More Cheese for episode 74, recording on Friday the 3rd of March for Cheese, which is Saturday the 4th for me. Today we had Dak back on with us to talk to Marius from Avalon Druids which is a block, blockchain-based MMORPG about all the new and amazing stuff that has happened since he was last on the show, which was back in August 6, 2022. Spoiler, it's a lot. We wrapped up with a bit of Upland and a crap load of articles. Oh, yep, 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 yep. So strap in for an extra long shitty episode of... The Worst Show Ever. Wine cheese. Wine cheese. The ranger, one's like it sounds, one's from Australia, one's from the Bronx. Talking about the metaverse and NFTs, interviewing all the real crypto Welcome to Wine and Cheese in the Metaverses show. I'm here with my co-host, Ben68, or should I say my Ben68 co-host. <laughs> this is episode number 74. It's a private If you don't watch the show, Dak, you have no idea. I'm here with Marius from Avalon the Druids. I'm here with Dak from Sanguis Draconis in Avalon the Druids and also in Upland UCC and Upland the racing league and just so much more he's amazing they're both amazing this is going to be a great show ben yes and we're <laughs> flipping the switch we've only got Dak for a limited time today so um we're doing the interview part at the front end and we'll do our spiely nonsense at the back end so so basically what i want to do is very creepily ask you marius to pour us a hot cup of Marius. It's been a <laughs> it's been a while since you were last on the show. Um, we talked about Avalon the Druids and how the the gold passes were gonna start, the Templars, the Druids, all the real cool stuff. Um what has happened since then? I have some questions for you, but I just wanna I just wanna hear your beautiful voice talk about this amazing game. August 7th, 2022. August 7th, 2022. He's been doing his homework. Thank you, Zach. Look I have that date <laughs> memorized. Wow. That's when it changed. Nice. <laughs> wow, it's been so long. Yeah. Wow, whose fault is that? Wow. <laughs> Maybe yours, because I told you you could come on anytime I want. Yeah, right? Uh, so... <laughs> Well, so uh, 
what, do, do you want me to say what happened since then? Yeah. That, um, that's going to um, get us all old uh, by the time I finish. <laughs> but let me let me let me go really quickly. So since we spoke last time, we were just preparing. I think for Alpha, we were just yes. promise. We were just promising everybody a game, promising that we're going to be testing. A lot of promises, like everybody else did in this world. Uh, and then a very big surprise happened. Uh, we completely folded the project. Uh, oh wait, no, no, we didn't. We uh, we actually <laughs> delivered. We actually de we actually delivered. So um, <laughs> we have delivered in early January with a small group playing in December. Um, we invited everybody to Little Alpha. Um, we they faced with a lot of different issues and blowups and servers going down. And the first couple of weeks were quite difficult for people, but they knew what they were signing up for. So uh, the early people were not complaining at anything. And by the time the later people came, the early guys already cut all the weeds out of the forest and it was all good. So um, we started with 230 players uh, that purchased passes in between different passes. I think that grew to 300. Um, we had over 150 playing every day until many of them reached their their uh, 21 badges. So now I think we are at 70 to 80 a day consecutive hardcore players, I would say, because they don't need to play anymore. They just play because they like it. Yeah. Uh, they have all the rewards. There's nothing that really they need to do in a game anymore. They just like to hang out together and, and do the rates in a circle and help new people. Um, so we, we delivered in Unreal 4, uh, there's been a couple versions that we went through. I believe guys, it's been a version every two weeks with constant updates, with new NFTs that we drop to people that we never promised. Um, so they get a little bit more, they get their boots. Uh, it's, it's crazy. There is a new article we published and we say you guys killed all, over 70,000 orbs. Wow. Like that's 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 one of the numbers we have, and and that's in a small amount of players. Which, when I talk to some studios, they say, "Wait a minute, you have an alpha and people play six hours a day." They 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 cannot like the brain doesn't work. They cannot comprehend it because usually people get bored after forty five minutes. They log out. They go to a different game. So we have a lot of players with playing clickbait games. Mm. Yeah. So they so so we have players, uh, many of them that play six hours a day. We have wonderful guilds like yours guys here. <laughs> Adam with that, with, yeah, Adamas and Chiefy, yeah, uh, they're <laughs> level they're level hundred and sixty and they're going on it. They're crazy, um, crazy good. And they know they can't keep it, but they just have a very strong characters and they help people, which is they're great. extremely helpful. They they help me, they help everybody in not only the Sanguist Draconis Guild, which uh is Dak and my guild, um, <clears throat> they help everybody. They're extremely nice and knowledgeable players. And I know you you mentioned badges, and I know you mentioned a number of badges. Um, I've been playing on uh, my gold pass with my SD guildies, collecting badges from raiding. I know gold gold passes are about to expire, and emerald passes will be begin in March six. Now, I I heard. Or I know, but I just want to hear you talk about it. That gold passes are going to receive something special, and it has to do with how many badges you have at the end of the gold pass session. Can you talk more about that? So, um, like we described in our medium article, the the purpose of gold pass is not only testing and finding the bugs, but uh, participating in the raids and receiving 
the badge and collecting minimum of 21 badges in order to exchange them for legendary characters, right? So 21 badges equal one legendary character. Wow. Uh, you cannot get more character than one per your gold pass to limit the market and don't float it with, you know, 100 cheap characters. We limit character per pass. So if you have more than, because a lot of players have 60, 80 badges right now, we play like maniacs. So um, we just say, well, you have to buy another pass to match it with your badges. How that works, they're going to send the pass and badges to a burn contract, and that contract is going to send them the character of their choice. Um, there is a list of characters that are valuable, but additionally, if, for example, you're going to gain 35 badges and you only want to exchange 21 for the character, the remaining ones we will have a store in the future when you're going to be able to burn them into different swords uh, and weapon, wep weapons weapons in the game, rings and stuff like that. Uh, I I strongly don't recommend selling them like some of the people do at between yeah. 10, 10 to $20 because you're giving up probably way more money in, in the future exactly. uh, when, they're gonna, when they're going to be very valuable in three, four years from now. Um, well, this is yeah. really great news for a holder like me who I, I don't sell anything. I just hold everything. So now all these badges I have, because I have much more than 21, I'm going to hold yeah, well, except for because she's missed a few days, so. <laughs> <laughs> she says in a nervous laugh. <laughs> but, so I'm looking on the marketplace and I see these emerald badges that are coming up. So, like for a under a hundred dollars, you can you're telling me that you can get uh playtime for a good month, uh rating experience, get to see the game before it comes out, plus. If you raid and get at least 21 badges, you get an actual legendary character. Not, not for the Emerald. Not oh, for oh, Emerald. Actually, yeah, for Emerald, you get what? Like an epic. Epic, yeah. Epic, which is still amazing. Rare, rare, I think. Rare. It's rare. 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 Silver rare. is epic. Silver. Silver, Silver is, is epic. epic. All right. Mm -hmm. So that's still really good. I think it's a great deal for everybody to be earlier. Um, I've been receiving a lot of uh, DMs to keep alpha in between alpha and beta, there's players that would like to stay in. So we're working on the system of maybe doing a subscription between alpha and beta to keep the island alive. Um, we, we're working on that one. We would like to keep people engaged. Don't let them with nothing for the next uh, eight or 10 months till we get to beta. Um, so we're considering, and this is the uh, first time anybody hears it publicly, we considering subscription model for players that would like to stay in alpha until the beta is launched month to month, right? Um, and that will also include us, obviously, like we do now, dropping off some fancy NFTs from time to time for them. And they will be testing some systems like the pet system that's coming uh, in alpha before we launch it in beta. So they will have... Uh, it's gonna be fun, and there's yeah. a lot of friends, and there's a lot of friends and good people, and we're gonna make it affordable, and and uh, we're just covering the costs of uh, tech tech support and service running, and a little bit changes there. We hope a um, certain amount of players gonna stay with us. Um, that that was that was kind of requested by at least I think 15 people by now. To to can, what can we do to keep it in between? Because what the hell are we gonna do? because <laughs> um, you're going to shadow everything. So we're thinking on it. We don't say anything, but we're going to see how it's going to end up. We're playing now Silver and Emerald starting on the 6th and they're ending in April 6th. 
uh, the full month, they will need to work much harder to get their badges um, as they only have, uh, I believe, 30 days to get 21 badges. So they need to focus on, on playing. Yeah. Um, um, a le level 10 is fine to go to the raid. People are always going to support you. Uh, a lot of gold members already purchased silver passes, so they're going back jumping for the month. Um, they, they, they know that we're going to have a pet system. I think emerald and silver people are in way better situation than the gold ones were because the game is way more advanced and their spawns are more fun than what it was exactly. at the beginning for, for the they're gold gonna, ones. Right? They're going to see what we're not going to be able to see. So... It's like you want to know what you want to know what's out there, and like speaking of that, um, there's a way to get rare and unique items before you know this comes out. Tell us about tell us about that the the rare and unique items in the game, and give us a vague because I know you can't tell us too much. Give us a vague explanation on how to go about acquiring them. So. Um... So when I was building the alpha, I was not really thinking to reward people with NFTs for playtime, but I've noticed that people are really dedicated and they support not only the financial system of the game, which is the business, but they also support the gameplay by finding bugs and going and exploring far away. Like some people, I'm not going to mention names here, but you know them. They will spend six hours in the game just to go to the beach far away. They will die a hundred times just to get to that beach and take a screenshot. Yeah. So we were we were thinking, okay, well, people do that. Let's give them the explorer boots, for example, for for finding the secret chests and secret trees and places like that. And these explorer boots really make a difference on your character. For those of you that have them, you're really faster when yeah. you wear them, and and you are getting less damage when you jump from the cliffs. Oh, so nice. so so we decided to reward explorer boots. We we decided to reward uh, reward people for hardcore grinding. Um, we have werewolf hearts that drop from werewolves and I probably, yeah, probably congratulations. <laughs> and probably the hardest item to get yeah. in a game would be, will be the Titan's helmet. Um, yeah. they supposed to be called as cold knights, but sometimes I mention I say, well, guys, uh, check on Titans or something happened and the community changed their name to Titans. So the helmet became a Titan helmet. <laughs> uh, and they're giants, so let's call them Titans. And they're impossible to kill, even in groups of two. So you have to go with four or five people to kill them. Oh, I've been uh, here and for that, hours. <laughs> and, that's the, and that's the rarest thing to have, but it has a very powerful things inside of it. It prevents uh, from any of the bosses to pull you into the circle and yeah. damage you. You and can't get knocked down too, right? In a, yes, and in the future, in some of the raids, it's going to be pull, push, and you're going to be in the water and dead. And whoever wear the helmets is going to be able to clear up the road for the rest of the team nice. uh, to, to kill the early bosses. So if I give you something, I already know where that's going to be two years from now. So it's um it's one of these things that I think the helmet is worth it, and people have been receiving NFTs, and boots have been coming into the game. So a couple of rewards. We did three for now that uh, people receive us NFTs. And we also uh, let people to keep their assassin daggers in the inventory, but they're not an NFT, but they're very helpful um, in the game in general. Yeah. yeah. Any Anything that you need to spend a couple hours on grinding, we decided to let you keep it because you really dedicated your lifetime to do it, right? Yeah, like, like you were saying, the Titans, it's like, 
I remember being there for for hours and hours and <clears throat> either healing or on my Elvin Elvin night and I love the Elvin night by the way and um uh a lot of the people in the guild have it I don't have it yet but it's just fun like it's a fun time you're you're there in discord just talking and joking around and it's 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 a fun time it's great um speaking of guilds and 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 interaction how will guilds interact with each other down the road like so currently there's no way to see like who's in what faction or or team rather how is that gonna is will that change down the road so we haven't set up a faction system yet the faction um system is something i'm designing and working on i want to make it interesting but i don't want to make it like per se, you're in different factions, so you're my enemy. Um, we're going to make it a little different. We're going to try to guilds to go against AI enemies together, so build alliances, yeah. um, because they get, because they're like getting, because they're getting, in, because they're getting invaded versus just saying, hey, we're better because we have two villages and you have one or things like that. Um, it's not going to work like that, so currently what we do... <laughs> look, at, look at that. <laughs> currently, Currently, we're going to, we're going to uh, introduce display of the guild next to your name in the game uh, when you're running around. So we will display your guild, and That's that will awesome. probably help. Uh, we are um, displaying already names of guilds and names on of villages on their buildings if they own them. Uh, we're waiting for guilds to create their websites, and then we will put your website with a clickable link inside of your mm -hmm. business. So if the player comes in. Uh, they just click on your guild name and then just go to your website and you introduce your guild. You see what you guys do, where is the meeting, where the guys go. Uh, it's a kind of business card. Your business, like your mill, for example, that you guys own, uh, it's your business card in general, right? Um, we, right. Will we will hide the income in beta, so you you're going to be the only ones to be able to see the income. We don't want to really public to look into your finance. So let's go ahead Thank and finance. Thank you. I appreciate in -game, that. In-game finance. In-game finance. We just... We just open it up in alpha because there's a lot of new owners and they don't have a trust in the system. We need to be just open and show that they really gather that much, right? Um, so these well, are, it was these really are like interesting too because I, um, I think it made it tougher for Danu. And so I really appreciate the transparency that you guys have put in because obviously, you know, the first businesses to do really well were the mills and uh, Sanguis Traconis, SD, we had bought tube mills. We were kind of just cranking out a a AVL and everything. And then other businesses, you guys had been developing those businesses. And, and again, you know, you set this from the very beginning. This is not a buy and flip kind of game. This is really a, a game that's developing and it's going to take, you know, maybe three, four years, whatever it might be, right? But the businesses, you know, one of the things I've seen is that you've been very responsive to the business owners. I know we have a business owners channel on the server where we get to talk a little bit about some of the ideas, some of the challenges. So the way you've been kind of adjusting the economic model during alpha, I think has really been good for business owners, not just players. And I just want to, I, I want to make go, one go. quick, uh, so like I, I think it's important for the guilds to get along and to have so, a, a sort of camaraderie. Like, um, there's going to be instances where you're going to be in a raid that's in another community's village, right? Um, you're going to be like, oh, I, I like this guild. I'm going to use their mill, right? Uh, opposed to, oh, I don't really care for this guild. I'm going to wait till I'm back home or in in a village that 
I like the guild so I can give them the AVL. Like it's really important to think not only gameplay, but economically. And community. I mean, I know uh, Marius, after the first time you guys were on the wine and cheese show, you know, you and I, we talked a lot about community and that's why I actually got involved in building up SD and so forth. And being able to work collaboratively towards goals within the game helps build that community. So I think that's great. Yeah. Um, uh, question. <laughs> so this has been on my mind. All right. And I'm just going to let you know, um, I play with a lot of non-blockchain gamers and I talk about this game all the time. Um, <clears throat> it's actually a really awesome way for them to make the transition into blockchain, which is freaking awesome. And they don't stare at me with glazed over eyes anymore. So they really like the game. They really like the premise of it and, and the lore and the whatnot. Um, but currently, like, <clears throat> how will teaming evolve? This is something that I personally really want to know because... Uh, currently, you could go into a raid without teaming with people, and this the next question has to do with loot system. But just like just a, to get a feel where teaming is going to go, how it's going to evolve. So we're going to completely abandon teaming. No, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> we, we we're going to we're going to uh, well, Alpha doesn't have instance raids, so you're yeah. still in the same. So you're still in the same map. And that that removes matchmaking. Matchmaking will solve problems of weird people coming into your raid, right? Um, we're gonna do um, matchmaking systems. Two of them: one random matchmaking, one uh, guild guild assigned matchmaking. So you can only go with the same guild based on the mark that's gonna be in the player name. So we're working on it. You're not gonna see it till um, uh, like beta, like probably a second month of beta. Um, because matchmaking systems are tricky and they not always work and it takes some time to do. What that means for players, not only they will have a chance to join the right group, but also the raids will become longer because the mobs is going to be larger. The mm -hmm. mobs are going to be the mobs that you're going to be teleported to. They're going to be not on the same server. Um, there's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Um, it's going to take us. Um, more time, but what we create is this giant room, and that's also a spoiler, with a giant door in it. And you're gonna approach this door, and then in this giant room, there's gonna be different statues that you can go to each statue and educate yourself while you're waiting for teammates to join in. Matchmaking so cool. in matchmaking in certain games takes quite a bit. You know, you have to wait. It's not always five seconds unless you get random people. So you're waiting for your guy, he's still at work or he's driving, he's gonna be you never know how that's going to work out. So we created a giant room where you can educate on history and there's a big door that it's like 50 feet tall and you do the little thing standing there and then that will teleport you to the raid. So uh, that's in the Unreal 5. It's already done. Um, so that's kind of, the little things that we're bringing up is uh, instancing the raids and matchmaking the groups. Two types of matchmaking. Once again, one random. So whoever approaches and the second one guild-based, right? Um, we don't know if coders don't introduce by invite rates. We may do that too. Yeah. Um, we don't know that yet. I need to see how complicated that's going to be. I can't uh, promise you that it's always going to be all candy and dandy. We don't know, but we're going to get there. Like it, it may it may take uh, um, till it's later after beta, but I I'll assure you that in beta, you will have instance rates. And that will 
that will prevent these issues where somebody random comes and grabs the ring and things I can like see that. You're, you're getting to my next question. <laughs> like a uh, smile. <laughs> so that was okay. like, let's say it's me, Dak, Adamus, Chiefy, <clears throat> and uh, uh, Crypto Witch, right? And we're like, we're all here. Would we be able to invite each other to a team without looking for a team being matched? Like if we're okay. all standing together? In the future. So if there is a system like this in UE5, I'm going to find it and I'm going to implement it. That's why we go into San Francisco for the game uh, designers conference right now in a couple of weeks. And I'm going to find people that know how to do it. We're going to implement it. Whatever is there that's possible to code and it makes sense for us, um, we're going to do it. And unless they're going to throw some crazy numbers on it, then we're going to find a coder that's going to do it for less than they ask. So it's um we've been very cautious with money. So we try to sometimes let system age a little yeah. and work on something else. And when a hundred people in, on earth knows how to code that particular system, we get that person versus five of them. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like this new car. So we will see what we can do with it. But keep in mind, systems like this are tricky, tend to blow up, tend to kick you out of the server. So we're going to do it very, very, very slowly. That's uh, cool. And yeah, because... Okay, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, Adamus and I, we're, we go back old gaming, Anarchy Online, MMORPG. And um, <clears throat> it really did have amazing kind of teaming, whereas you have a team leader and that team leader can assign loot rights. So it's either anybody could loot or everybody has a turn to loot or only raid leader gets to loot and assign someone to grab the loot. <clears throat> Do you ever see it? Not currently, because like I get exactly what you're saying that you have to kind of let it evolve on its own so that it doesn't um, like like slowly is better than really fast and messes up. But do you see something like that for the future? I think so. I'm definitely going to research that. It's maybe a little tougher with responsiveness of blockchains. Yeah. So we we will see if the loot is going to be non NFT. Then I think it's going to work. That's why okay. we we didn't drop any items or NFTs as blockchain takes its sweet time to send you things. So yeah. that's why that's why you see it's been slower on Polygon than on Wax recently. Both are working, uh, but it takes time. So what we drop with Orcs drop, you know, Orcs and these drops are just tests, right? Yeah. So what they drop is not crazy rare. So you can't be really mad on the person when they grab it, right? And when you go kill Titans, you guys discuss who's going to get the helmet because they don't have it yet. For the most but, part. but I, yeah, but I created a solution for it immediately, and it's called PvP Zone. Grab him by the hair, drag him to PvP Zone, beat them up there, let him give you the thing back. So, uh, <laughs> so what we what we're thinking is we're gonna do a hardcore PvP where you drop your whole inventory. So right now we have a soft PvP, but we're working on a hardcore. So anything that you carry on yourself, it's gonna fall off, and whoever kills you can take. It. Wow, so, that's where I'm never going to be. Yeah. Never going you can just put your really good stuff in your in your in your chest and go you there can. with like a mushroom. <laughs> you can, but I, I I promise you that people will forget. So it's gonna be it's gonna oh be yeah, exciting. that's true. That's it's true. gonna be it's gonna be exciting. So, now I'm gonna kind of tickle you for some some information here. Can you give us uh, any updates? the Emerald Pass holders will be experiencing to make people want to go out and grab an Emerald Pass? Well, em Emerald Passes are very cheap. 
yeah. compared to what the gold ones paid. They're like a third of the price. Uh, that means the reward is not as good as gold people. Plus the gold passes needed to deal with a much more difficult and basic game than the emeralds are getting. So I would say emerald and silvers are getting a deal right now. There is significant more of mobs to kill in a the game. There's multiple new bosses. There's a whole new raid. There's a whole new raid that that the they didn't have for the first four weeks in gold. We bring the the king, the orc king, raid number two, about a month into gold pass. So the guys didn't have it. So I think emeralds are receiving all the content that gold passes have, plus emeralds, wool, uh, and silvers uh, will receive the survival rate, which is in Drekifel. That's going nice. to go there. So so we're working on the survival rate. So more of bring a team across the gate and survive ways of enemies that getting stronger and stronger and dropping more interesting loot. So that's going to be um, a system that we're testing too. we introducing... Um, Okay, I gotta cage, say that right cage, there that piqued my interest. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Well, we, didn't, we didn't we didn't have that. So for now, we had uh, straight straight raids where you go right and you finish the raid and you kill the the boss and that's it. Then you open the chest. Now I'm trying to start testing systems for invading the castles, and one of them is survival. Ah. Be because oh God, that's so cool. <laughs> because you're gonna be sitting in a castle and somebody's gonna be invading, maybe orcs, maybe witches, whoever. Tower defense. Come. Tower so defense, yeah. Basically, that's what it is. Yeah. So, uh, so we're doing that. Plus, we're introducing uh, the trolls, like uh, stone and, and rock trolls. So there's a new new enemy coming to you. Really oh, are they large. big, like huge trolls? They're very big, like oh. a mouth size. Yeah. So they're they're pretty big. Oh. I'm um, so excited. Okay. <laughs> I'm hearing about all this too for the, the first time, so I'm excited. Yeah, this we, now we, on the Wine and Cheese Show. <laughs> we, we we have built a brand new mm. harbor, like a little one on the side of the island. I mean, you guys seen that this island became ginormous since we started. Yes. Um, I, I didn't, get lost. <laughs> we never wanted to make it that big. And we're just players and me... Like we just started to make it bigger and bigger and bigger, and finally decided that we're going to keep it in the game. I love it. I gotta say, you mentioned getting lost and how big the island is getting and everything. There's no map, but people no are okay map. with it. You have and to. And I like, love it. Memorize. I love it. Yeah, it's like you know, you live in the space. You got to live in it. You got to learn it's it. A, you got to love it. The map is here. It's not that difficult. It's like no. it's a. People complain for three days. We don't have a mob. We need this. We need that. After three, four days, I didn't like. We didn't receive any DMs about why there is no mob, why there is no G. Everybody knows where places are, and you have the teleportations that takes you to these places, and that's kind of your mob. When and you, you have signs, and you, have, you signs. have signs, yes, and you have players now that are always around to help people find locations or take them around and stuff. So. It, it it's kind of created a way for people to kind of engage with each other because, you know, if you're brand new, you're like, Drecky Fells, where's that? By the uh -huh. way, great name. I wonder where that came from. <laughs> well, <laughs> Crypto Witch, Crypto Witch. Crypto Witch. 
smart, I, smart. I know, I know, guys. You were on the on the defense <clears throat> when we when we spoke in August when I mentioned there's going to be no map. Everybody was like, I don't think that's going to work for MMORPG, and uh, so far it's been working. Yeah, and it's and it's a really large mob. We're going from one end to the other one. It can take you like hour and a half if you're exploring. So it's it's a lot, and everybody knows where everything is. Um, guys are not lost anymore. I I think we're gonna keep it like this. I've noticed that players also created their own maps uh, of villages and resources, and they're posted out there in our Discord. So you can just grab somebody's work and use it for your own good, right? Um, I think in the future we will allow players to create maps, submit them to us, and we will uh, sell them, uh, let them sell them. We will add the item into the game, like a scroll. The temple store? And they can sell them in the temple store, your own art. So you can create the map, we will just upload it into the game. and then That you can leads list me it. to my next question. Go ahead. <laughs> so currently... <laughs> Currently, you have businesses in Avalon, i.e. the stable, mill, forge, etc., which is awesome. Uh, will there be a way for players to sell rare uh, and unique items, i.e. a map, scroll, in either a live auction or house or the church? So if you find something very rare, that's an NFT. It's really up to you if you go to list it and sell it, right? Um, if you find something less rare, you will approach the store. And right now, the store system is not ready, and I, I have the vision for it. I don't have a system yet that will let you list it at your own price. In general, the owners that that paid for the stores, the uh, temples currently, that's quite a bit of investment. So I let them at this, I let them at this stage decide what they want to buy and for how much money they want to sell it. So they will be the ones that say, hey, we're buying these rings and we're going to sell them at that much, right? And they will offer you a price for the ring and then you go and buy it. Uh, so for now, they, they let's call them, they, 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 they work a little bit like a buy and sell for both ways. Um, if we create a market where players can list their own stuff and they don't receive percentage of the sale, that takes temples out of business. So we have to protect them. So I may come up with an idea where they get the percentage of your sale, just like a marketplace, right? Yeah. Uh, so we, we yeah, that work makes, on No, it makes sense. It's just like a We will work on it. It's, with uh, the BE shops. You know? Yeah, to, no, one yeah. of the, I, I got to say, I think one of the things that I've liked about Avalon and, and kind of related to Upland and, and the two that I play in the most, right, is that I see the idea of the business model, the in-game business model working. Yeah. And for guilds, for players who want to invest and create, invest, you know, get money out of the game kind of things, I see it working. Um, I also really appreciate, because we didn't know how this was going to work when we signed up with Alpha and the guilds, uh, when we bought the mills, right? We didn't know how it was going to work, what was going to come out. And Marius, I got to give you, you know, you and the team um, kudos for kind of saying, hey, guys, we're going to do this program, you know, with the AVO that's coming out of it and, and ways help, you know, you're providing us a reinvestment plan, which I think is really great because those early investors, those early groups of folks that invested in businesses in Avalon are going to be able to, you know, at least in SD, the people who bought our mill tokens that more cheese created, and they look awesome, right? The they're going to be able to actually get benefits of almost doubling their investment in in-game assets. 
So I think it's really great that from a business perspective, you keep thinking about the business, the investors, uh, how to create an economic model within the game and keep it, in, you know, um, kind of insular uh, to the game and protect it. So that's been really good. All right. So I really don't like the word investors and investments. I rather like the <laughs> Sorry. word. Sorry. Like, this is not rather, financial advice. Yeah, I rather like the word of helping out project by having an item in the game that provides a service. It will be the, the right way I would like to call it. Uh, sure. it, is an, it is an NFT, so obviously someone paid for the NFT. But like we're very transparent. Uh, we don't guarantee prices of the token. We cannot guarantee any listings. We cannot guarantee anything, anytime at all. But we can guarantee that in-game token works the way it's supposed to, and you can see it's worth. So therefore we offered uh, something that's called a buyback of an in-game token for business, uh, in-game business owners, right? And, um, and we will put that towards additional business that you guys bring in order to grow the communities, right? Um, yeah. So we've been very transparent with community that we are not buying new Ferraris for the money that it's uh, uh, sp <laughs> spending spending a game. Or I just put not... a down payment on one. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Uh, we're, or we we we're very cautious with uh, what we're doing here. We spend a lot of money already in the game, um, and every time uh, a guild comes and say, "Hey, Marius, we want to help out the project with this and that," then we're very transparent what's happening to this. And uh, you can see the results pretty much within the next month or two when you were playing. So uh, we've been very, as much transparent as I could at this point, as in the studio, we're trying to prove the concept that it's working, it's interesting to players. And in many cases, it's more interesting that a very, very large titles that, that studios spent $80 million. Um, and we're getting this feedback from players that if we fix a couple of things and the world get larger, this is way better than in terms of the other titles. That's what I'm hearing from players, right? Yeah. So for so for us in order Thank you, thank you. Uh so for us for us it's important to yes we started and we promised a lot, but then we delivered and versus like in other games I'm not gonna mention, players sold the alpha and sold seventy percent of NFTs immediately the next week. Uh in our game uh ninety I would say two percent of players never sold anything. They they're still in a the game they're playing. There's very little people that quit the game. And, and the ones that quit mostly because they got dropped into the army during the latest situation that we have. Uh, or they're living a style change. They're just simply not going to have time to play. But that's a very tiny amount that you see on the marketplaces that have been sold by players. And, yeah. and, most, and most of the stuff that they sell doesn't sit there. It gets picked up right away by another player. Uh, so we think people have a lot of trust in the game. It's still a little community. Um, but it's mighty and strong, and, and that's all we need. We start very little. Uh, we spoke to Amazon AWS services, and they would like to keep it in 700 in beta. And um, um, that was my kind of idea. They agreed it. A good number is between 500 and 700 players um, in beta just to be able to give them and you guys enough support on our end. We're being a small team still and make sure that we can grasp all the servers because there's going to be quite a bit of servers. So uh, yeah, that's um, that's the, the main goal is to basically make sure that we not only provide a good gameplay, but when you communicate with us every day, you will receive a reply from the team versus, oh, yeah. waiting, versus waiting a week. Um, 
and or somebody that doesn't speak English replies to you. And Marius is even yeah. in the game sometimes. Like you yeah. can actually see yeah. him in the game. Like it's breathing so fire crazy. on players. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you're like do do do. Let me go to the fountain to get my buff, and you're like, oh snap, Marius is standing right there, <laughs> which is yeah, like I, you don't see that in most games. That's really cool. Yeah. I play. I play with players. I go to raids. I go to raids now less because I'm trying to add more stuff. Um, but my wife is about to unscrew my head if I play <laughs> in a game. So she so plays I can. too, though. She plays too. Yeah, I see sometimes. I see her, but, yeah. But I but I come and I, I just like show up in the sky in a dragon, and people are like, "There was a dragon in the sky." No, that doesn't exist in the game. You're lying. And that's Kitty me was, just lying, flying Kitty around. Was so excited. You should have heard her on Discord. <laughs> Like she was like trying to to find you, find you, and then when you were like more cheese, you have you have a, a visitor at your house, and I'm like running from the raid. I'm like, oh, and then I see this huge dragon in front of my door. It's exciting. It, it it's exciting to experience this with you know the founder, the creator of this game, and it's it's an experience unlike anything else. Um, you can't really do that with these triple like these triple A games that like are too good for people and you're like your game reminds me of wow like i don't know like like i don't want to get anyone in trouble or no trademarks or anything but like i go in there and it's just a well-made game and you don't see stuff like that for blockchain anywhere and like i just want to give you props for that because that's amazing and now, now that, that i asked you that i gotta ask another question maybe as uh <laughs> Ooh, question coming. <laughs> uh, in regards to streaming, I know we're not able to, we're only able to really stream the first raid now. I know some exceptions were made for other stuff, which is good because like, you know, to get people in, it's, it's important. With new raids coming out and the Emerald Pass coming out, would it be possible um, to be able to, to stream both raids on the regular now or should we wait a bit for that as well? I would uh, stay and focus on maybe raid one. Raid one. Just the reason for that is to let people be surprised by the game and don't see everything. Yeah, raid two um, is pretty awesome. <laughs> we allowed uh, on the couple streams that were not all that busy for Atomic Hub, their official partner. Mm -hmm. So um, they, we're trying to give them a good product and their streams had like 80 people or something were not very... Um, affecting us in any way but uh, they became a partner they're going to be supporting the project in the future um so i say if if you guys plan definitely stream every day every night we're going to be streaming more too i will stay into the r1 for now yeah right um and when we add another one then you can do r1 r2 and and then skip r3 so people still have a content that they need to find and explore and versus watching the video on youtube and never getting into actual game right all so, right that, that's good because like a lot of people have been asking i think it would be good to kind of like refer them to this and just say listen you know some exception exceptions were made but that's you know permission based just stick to raid one right now let people be surprised and experience it i i definitely agree with that yeah if you've seen if you've seen everything in the trailer you're never going to go to the movies right Exactly. So Those trailers are crazy. Like they tell you the whole freaking movie. Yeah. Why? Why would you go to the movie? <laughs> You're like, yeah, I know what's gonna happen. Yeah. So, so there's really bad. There's really bad trailers out there. So I'm. It's gonna be Mrs. I'm not White in the library with the candlestick. <laughs> um, I wanna. I wanna talk a little bit for two seconds only about the partnerships that we have cooking in, in 
they're they're not they're not on the paper yet, but I do can mention because they're already in large progress. So we are moving very soon into the Wombat app on the mobile phones where they have over three and a half million people there. So they're going to be able to click and download um, the game, not to their phone, obviously, but they're going to be able to join the game through the Wombat app. That's it's so pretty cool. known. It's pretty known app, German. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I play through Wombat. So so we're getting there. Um, we, um, we've, so we're going to change the whole login into the game. I think if everything goes the way it's looking right now, we will partner up with Venly. And um, you're going to be able to log in with your social media accounts versus dealing with blockchains and all the rest of the stuff. Wow. Um, it's It's been uh, a trip um, to, in the last eight months, to show these different platforms that we are alleged project. And it would be good for them to have us versus asking us to spend X amounts of tens of thousands of dollars in order to implement it, right? Um, so Avalon became one of these projects and I'm very humbled by that and team is that people actually wanna have it versus we need to have them. So it's it 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 a little changed. And um I was like this with YouTubers, you guys remember, I was against a lot of different channels. And it, and I told you in a year, we gonna be needed on their channel because if they miss us, community is gonna be pissed off. And that's exactly what's happening right now. We get more outreach people coming to us. Can we, can we, can we? Versus pay us, pay us, pay us. Exactly. Uh, That's good. I love it. So so we do support YouTubers. We have our own YouTubers, uh, which is interesting. YouTubers actually came and supported the project. And then they say, we like the project. We will support it. And then we will make videos. I mean, how awesome is that? Yeah. So it's it's not the other way around. I do understand their, their, their living and, and system, how they work. So we, we try to make the project big. Once you make it big and the rewards get bigger, you will have a lot of followers as YouTuber too. So um, a lot of people is moving from Twitch right now to YouTube again because of the fees that changed there. So um, so that's coming. So anyway, I'm deviating from what I was trying to say. So we got uh, <laughs> we got Wombat, we got Venly, and uh, Atomic Hub officially will be uh, helping us promote upcoming collections, upcoming whatever is coming. We're going to become one of these official partners for them. Um, we had discussion with Wax. Uh, Wax is very supportive of our project. Uh, they're trying to look deeply into the gameplay. There's going to be some more partnership. Wax is currently preparing easier logins too. And and you guys noticed that there is a new system right now logging into the Wax wallet that just changed recently also with social media uh, that you can log in. What we're trying to achieve in the next uh, beta phase is uh, try to skip the MetaMask as much as possible. We do need that, and I recommend people having secure wallet like this, but it's very difficult for almost anybody and everybody that I know uh, to log into the game using MetaMask, even using our third-party website that we have right now that you can just come in and link it. We know it, guys, but 90% of gamers doesn't yeah. know it, doesn't know how that works, doesn't want to deal with it. So unfortunately, MetaMask is going to be something that we're going to drop into a different to bring a different type of social wallet. Most likely it's going to be Venn. We go, we're going to make it easier for players to onboard. That's the main goal here. I just and figured Dak, out. And, a, and oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, just Dak has to leave. So do you, oh. do you want to get a last word in Dak? Dak? Dak. No, I, I, I think that um, when we met, you know, we started talking about the guild and 
we ended up being one of the first guilds in the system, but you know, now we're seeing so many others coming in. I mean, just yesterday I was reading through and, you know, there was a guy saying, Hey, how do I create a guild? You know? And so I'm starting to see more and more guilds being created and creating a lot more community, a lot more interest from uh, different games, uh, discord servers out there and everything. And so I think it's been really good. And part of that is I think the gameplay, it's the engagement model and the support that the uh, Danus uh, team gives. And I think that it's also the community that's been involved. I mean, everyone says this about the community of Avalon. People are helpful, they're engaged, and they enjoy the game. And I think that that's not something you find very often in crypto space. Uh, even Upland right now is getting a lot of um, heartache from the community about some of the decisions they made and so forth. But in Avalon, the and and yes, it's a it's a new name, it's a new game. It's still in uh, in uh, alpha and everything. But Marius and the team, you guys have been really responsive. You've worked hard to build a good community, and and I think that's what's helping really drive the success of the game. Great. I want to I want to follow up really quickly before that leaves. So we're very thankful for our creation of SD. So more cheese and that. Thank you guys so much for creating the guild and been the most active guild so far and the most supportive. Um, you have some competition there, like slightly climbing on your back, but which is great. We but, love that. Uh, yeah, we, I'm, yeah, I'm a very, fan of that. We're very thankful. Um, and you guys are up to Second Village, thanks to uh, one of the investors that jumped in. Okay, not an investor, supporter. Supporter that, <laughs> supporter that, supporter that jumped in. Yeah, and then uh, and you you guys uh, became a much stronger guild with a good real estate, in-game real estate model. Um, and we, we always say that uh, what you see is not what you're going to see in beta. So we're trying different layouts of villages and different layouts of how the businesses are, are set up. And we're getting comments from different guilds. Hey, Mario, this doesn't work. This is not, it doesn't bring anything. Um, that doesn't work. And why um, this village, this guild, it's so much ahead than where we are. And I'm trying to explain uh, this village has been created a year ago and your <laughs> village has been created a month ago. So there right. is uh, there's a lot of... <laughs> yeah, so... So, but yeah, I got to tell you, what you guys did with Drekki Fell, that was beyond what I expected you guys to deliver. It is beautiful. Yes, and your is. Airbnb, uh, everybody wants that that property. <laughs> <laughs> is that the so, one on the hill there? That's the one on the hill, thing? yeah. Everyone beautiful. wants that. So, yeah, I was exploring so that. A big, big thank you here to Ivan Volchenko, our uh, chief designer. Um, that took my vision and put it there in the ground. I told him to create a Swiss village uh, style with two openings, and I designed the lake, how it's going to be, and where the meal is going to come. So but, that, but that was just my sketch, and he made it all beautiful. So that's a he big, did a great job. Big thank you here for Ivan that also worked on all the witchers, um, and you can see that influence. A lot of stuff that you see is I throw an idea, and uh, I say, I want this here. And it's like a baby that draw it with a little. You it's know, like Ben. It's like Ben with his yeah. doodle. And then, yeah, and then and then he takes it and he looks at it. I'm like, okay, I'll make it beautiful, and it it just comes out beautiful. So it's really a a, a him to make it visually pretty. And at this stage of the game, it's it's me as the creative director to to just create villages. Um, and because the village is so beautiful now, the rest of the villages feels unfair. But these are the different versions of villages in the game. 
And really how it looks when it comes to economy doesn't matter. It's where it's going to be placed when it comes to harbors, access to the water, access to trade. You have to think about stuff. Where are you? And yeah. in just like in the real world, the closer to the water you are, the better it is for you. Um, in, it, it's it's in real life. That's how all the cities started and the little villages and, and little harbors. And then mm-hmm. humans, humans ventured out inland because the land was cheaper or the crops were better, but we all started by the water. So this game is going to start the same thing. We're changing now the spawn thing. So you're going to spawn in a game in a harbors, like you just arrived, and then you can choose where you go. The spawn zone was not fair for other villages because it was still created in the first village. But that's how we started the game. That's where all the missions are. And I couldn't change it. But in the beta, you can expect, guys, you're going to arrive on a big ship and you're going to arrive in a harbor and you need to talk to a couple NPCs to give you general guidance where you want to go and then go go and explore um, the world without the map again. No maps for you. For now, we're going to do it. But I'm uh-huh. not going to have... But I'm not going to have a game with no quests. So it, it's like there's going to be a lot of quests. Like be ready for that. PVE players love it. So thank you. <laughs> thank you All one right, more guys, time. For, I got to go. Thank, thank you, Doc, so much. Thank you, Doc. Thank for you. Joining. You guys have fun. Thanks for having me on. <clears throat> Wine and cheese. Thanks, Doc. And I All just right, more, more I want to give a quick a quick um, shout out to Mass for putting the finance books together. Because without him, we wouldn't have our businesses and our foundation and this and that. He is amazing. Thank you. Yeah. All right, get out of here, Dak. I'm just kidding. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Mas. Thank you, Mas, Chef, for supporting us. Yes, we just spoke yesterday a little bit about the future and what we're trying to do. So smart. He's such a smart guy. Subscription. Wow. We, the game is a little different than many of the other games. We have a group of guys between forty and sixty that have a businesses already, kids out of the house, and and then now have a little bit more time to play game um, and treat it as they're like a fun business. And they bring their experience into organizing their own communities. And it's now in their hands, not our hands anymore. We just gave them the blueprint. Yeah, like, guys... it, it's great. Like the, the age range of this game is like, it's for adults who used to play. Like Crypto Witch, she's going to be in charge of our website and like you these people just come in and they bring so much uh knowledge, knowledge right yeah. and it's like you get these people together and they make beautiful things like you get mass you get crypto witch you get uh zeus and and nuno from atomic hub and it, it's just amazing it's just amazing but i do have one more question for you right. um <clears throat> so i play like so all right this is mainly a computer game and you're going to eventually have it on steam right so i play mostly just computer games but my husband he plays console games um now we have an xbox pass game uh get xbox live pass thing where we could play console games on the computer will you ever go the console route or will you keep it to pc um, it, it is in a, a white paper and in the articles that um, we're going to go towards Xbox um, live experience, so streamable, um, and towards their store. Um, we already did the stage number one, which is the controller for Xbox One is fully compatible with the wow, game. And, and nice. major majority of the players, it's interesting how everybody says I'm a keyboard hardcore, but I'm noticing that more than a half 
players right now plays with controller until they get to the raid when they really need to focus. Yeah. Then they then they shift to the keyboard. But they explore the world uh, on laying in bed, let's say, with the controllers. So it's a little so it's a little different. And and I think this is very beautiful that we have that. Also, we are fully um, integrated. I've noticed by players in that part with PlayStation Five controller. Um, I've noticed we have multiple players now using PS5 controller that showed us that uh, it's possible to do it. So we are coming to the console streamables. It will take a couple of years, guys. We're not going to be pushing right away for that. Um, it's going to be just us watching how other games allowed players to go outside of the game, purchase NFT, and bring it into the game. So we're watching right now. There's been some guidelines produced by Epic Store about blockchain games. You see multiple games from blockchain coming on Epic Store for now. Um, for now, what we're hearing also is that they would like us to have a store outside of the actual game and then bring items into the game. So we're coming. We also submitted to Nintendo Switch. I've been, quite, I've been vocal about it for the last six months. So uh, the company from uh, Taiwan is a preparing that for us. They're they're currently have the build for the last three months. They're playing, they're loving it, which is crazy because they're distributing one of the best games in the world. And they say that they really like the game. Um, so they've been playing this. It takes time to get it ready and we're going to get a demo first. We'll see how much we need to cut off to be able to stream to the console. Um, so we're working on that, but these are our roads. We're starting in blockchain. We're moving into let's say Epic, right, for now, because we see how friendly they are. We'll see where we go further. Then Xbox and, we hope, uh, Nintendo. We will submit to everybody. We will follow their guidance lines. We will see how the community grows, right? Um, we've told players how to use this game on the Mac computers. There is a lot of very skilled players in our discords, and there's guides how to play this game on the Mac already. And people play it on their Macs while they traveled. It's just certain software they need to download. Um, so we think it's going to grow. And the, the, the better team we get, the more money we get, the more solutions we're going to present. But don't expect that we will do free-to-play economy uh, for everybody inside of a crypto game. That's yeah. just, I, I don't think this is going to work. Yeah. So um, I've had, I've been contacted by a lot of really large, very well-known, and I can't name, can't say the names, but they come to us and they say, we have the largest in the world guild for uh, scholarships. And they're really the largest, right? And they come and they say, we want to bring X amount of thousands of people from these countries to play the game and how we can do it. I, mean, I don't have solution for that right now. I don't think economy could sustain that. I don't think we are the game made to, we bring it in and somebody else pulls it out. I want to kind of stay away from this at this yeah. stage at all. What I did introduce for scholars is if you own a forge, and we have two forge owners at this stage, uh, you received eight NFT scholarship accounts. Who do you rent these NFT workers to? It's completely your business. It doesn't affect us in any way because you pay them, not us. So we very, we very. Um, this is a, if, if you if you're planning on asking me the question, will you ever gonna have a free to play? Uh, at this stage, I rather have a smaller, very solid community that's invested and takes care of their own investment than have a giant community when there is a small group of people invested and the rest basically attacks the system. Yeah, so yeah. They're just can, trying to see what they can pull out of it. 
can we do a version of the game when it's a free to play and then in-game purchases? Absolutely, we will do that. That was recommended by one of the largest consoles in the world to do it that way. So we will do it, but it's not going to be an NFT game. It's going to be a different style of a game. It will be different than what you guys see in the NFT game. But that will come at some point. As we know, to gain large audience, you need to just get them into the game, introduce them to the world, make them decision if they want to purchase something and stay in the game or build up their empire. Or inside of this game, we're going to give them the choice. Or you want to switch into a crypto version of it where maybe there is some other benefits for you. So here is that version. Uh, for me, it's important to get eyes on the game and get criticism and bring the interest because we need more players. But I'm all about slow growth yeah. and making sure it's working and uh, <clears throat> spending more spending more money into game content than, uh, I don't know, music and movies or other stuff that I could do with, with uh, the game. I, I decided to spend money into content and people can see it. Players can see there's always something to do. Yeah. Um, we may don't have a, a you know, guys, a hundred thousand dollar trailer out. Um, we don't think like it was needed at this no. stage. We think, we think gameplay is what people can stream. Um, and I think I rather spend hundred thousand dollars for coders that will give you tons of new missions and new mobs and new places to explore. Um, than a studio that will make a fancy video that you will forget in a five minutes. Just, just, just my opinion for now. We will see how it's going to go in the future. We now changing the whole game into uh, it's time to talk about us between alpha and beta because we haven't because we were little studio. If we will be saying, hey, we have this game, we're going to make it. Nobody will believe in it, especially in the bear market, right? Yeah. So we we accomplished the product and now guys, we're moving. We're very happy that we accomplished and humble uh, and we're moving into promotion. So now you're going to see more about us and 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 more of my face and maybe my partners here in the company to um, just talk about Avalon. Just tell people we exist. Uh, the Temper story is coming in. The Inquisitors are coming in. The Druids are coming in. Everything has promised. Uh, we are sorry we didn't give you incredible storyline in the Alpha, but that was not the goal of Alpha. The, yeah. goal of, uh, the goal of Alpha was like nine quests and then try the raids and try the economy. Um, everything that I promised, I think Angela, you've been playing and, and you know that uh, it's there. It's there. I, I love it. And, and then I surprise people with, with like new things. And today we dropped all the dragons and people going mad crazy. <laughs> like they just have five days to play with dragons, I think, or four, but they are everywhere. I, I assure you, <laughs> I, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I just see a bunch of uh, different screenshots coming. But all these guys that have been running for two months on the ground, now they have a dragon to fly around. So I think... I think their minds blew up today in the morning. They got the new I got to get in there. I got to get in there and test it out before it's over. But like, I, I love, love, this is the first time I'm hearing that you're offering uh, a non-blockchain version of the game just so people can see how awesome and amazing it is. Like my gamer friends would love that. And then they'd be like, all right, this looks really cool explain to me how the blockchain version of it works and i would be more than happy like for the first time ever it would be them asking me and not me trying to educate them so this is like like i said before the perfect transition from regular gaming into blockchain gaming and just better understanding it you're amazing the game's amazing i'm so freaking happy i Thank bumped you so into you in digicon the last digicon <laughs> 
And what ever. happened? What happened to Digicon? Just they changed. They yeah, they changed. I think the Splinterland stopped promoting it. So uh Waffles Kitty, she she did her own uh version of okay. it because she used to run it for them. So we had um, a really big we had a really big booth on the latest one. Oh, <laughs> okay. Not, not that many people come. So we had the large one of the largest booths, like half of the screen was us. But it's not that busy like it was with Splinterlands. We I think crypto in general, crypto gaming, gamify. We need these conventions. And I think these really large games should sponsor them and come up with a really good platform that it's yeah. not like disconnects us or real choppy. There is there's a lot of talking about these conventions, but none of them really work very well or it's too many of them. Well, um, I have an idea. Yes. So uh, in our other game, we've been creating spatial worlds, right? And I would lo love to introduce Avalon to my other MetaVenture friends, Metaverse friends in Upland. And it would be just so cool to kind of have you there as an avatar and like, let's bring some of the dragons in, let's bring some of the stuff in and they could just walk around and see stuff and ask questions and you can give a live um kind of event sure. and just talk about it that would be amazing it you 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 create the avatar and ready player me and i know d tech is creating our spatial or or no moon unit our new got new person has been creating something for us for our business in upland called um samurai aquatic so we we sell the uh virtual decor uh, outdoor decor in upland and and it's pretty lucrative it's it's really cool and we have a, a huge fan base there and how amazing would it be to have like a stage and like like the dragons flying around like we could definitely work this out and talk about it definitely, offline definitely. any yeah. any any um marketplaces or any meeting points where we can go and just introduce the project we're definitely interested we have added the project currently to magic eden uh, Magic didn't actually work, uh, reach out to us because they are now introducing Mat uh, Matic and Polygon into Magic Eden before it was just uh, based in Ethereum, right? And Solana, I Solana was the very first one. So Magic Eden, we, we are there. We are starting to promote. Um, we have applied to our crypto.com and uh, OpenSea. So we, sorry, and Coinbase. Uh, so we're trying to go for all the big NFT marketplaces when the product already is established on, on OpenSea for quite a while. And we see what's happening. OpenSea right now removed all their fees um, to 0% for quite a while now. So that's a good marketplace right now for everybody to, to go and browse. But what I'm noticing is the login and the MetaMask is what uh, stops um, a lot of people from... Uh, just joining through Polygon. I've noticed that. So we're trying to uh, bring as soon as we can Vanly on board to make the login to the game easier. Yeah. And I I recommend for now for all the new players, um, just use Wax. I guess if it's easier for you, it seems to be easier to set up the MetaMask in the second, uh, which will change in the future. And I'm noticing that guys that come from a Web two visit us and say, well. Hold on, I don't know how to do it, but I went to Wax and I set up my wallet right away. And this is not promoting me Wax here. I'm just saying how easier it is to to set up your wallet and pay with credit card using them, right? Um, yeah. So this is for your friends that in, in the web in the web uh, two gaming would like to jump in. Definitely 
don't confuse them with MetaMask. The, the hardcore guys are very good with MetaMask and, and I understand that and, and I've been with MetaMask since forever. Um, but we're waiting and looking for better solutions. As you can see, majority of the games are still using that wallet as it's safe and good to to keep your assets uh, and you own the keys, right? Yeah. Which is very, very important for everybody that has a lot of assets. Um, another thing I want to mention, uh, for the transfers out of the game, for the businesses, we say we're going to run escrow. So every seven days, we're going to verify the transactions that came into your in-game business. And then we're going to transfer it back to you. Um, that is for safety reasons. So we don't have bots in the game running around, withdrawing, doing whatever they want to do. That's a good so, idea. So we will do delays. And I bet you 99% of the players are going to be totally fine with it. It's better yeah. to have it. It's better to have a delay than, than a f economy that tumbles down. Right. So, oh, another thing I want to bring, and I didn't spoke about it. And that was not a question, but I really want to talk, talk about it. It's an important fact for the future of this game. Whoever is going to run it, however, is going to work. So I am looking more into the business models of games like Final Fantasy, where it's more of a subscription model than pay-to-win model. Um, and I've been studying the 10 major games in MMORPGs for the last couple of years, and I see their player numbers and discussions. I'm noticing that people really don't like spend six to 10 hours in a game and get an item like the helmet and then have somebody else as us sell the helmets to somebody else with a credit card. So you spend 10 hours, but the guy next to you is going to spend 200 bucks and he has the same gear. And that's in majority of the games. So we're going to avoid that. Um, we that's going to be hard. <laughs> and it really not. Uh, the, the gear that you will find in the game is going to be better than the gear we will sell or completely different. So the time, your time is going to be valuable and your price on your own gear, is going to be up to you. If you think like you're 15 hours into fighting the Titans was worth X amount of money, then you list the NFT on X amount of money, but you're not going to see my marketplace competing with your time. So, so I'm going to give the time back to players and tons of games don't do that. Um, they give you either or, either you hustle in a game or you can directly buy the gear sets. So we're not going to do it. We're going to have a gear sets, but they won't be nowhere close to what you can find. So I want the players to kind of think on that one because I've noticed exodus of gamers uh, from these games that have uh, play-to-win models. So we're trying to do more of a subscription model in the future. And I've noticed Final Fantasy, uh, it's growing players big time because they, they, they change the model. So these are things five years from now. We're going to be still watching, but I'm just trying to ensure people that watch it are going to go back a couple months from now that we will try avoid as much as possible selling items that will diminish the things that you find in the game. So we, we will try to make people that spend their time and actually care about the money for the time to have completely different items that we will list in the store. And I will make sure that what we design is different than the stuff you have in that helmet. Just an example, right? All right. It's a, it's a complicated but very important thing to bring in because it yeah. ruins it ruins games in general. Yeah, no, like it ruined Anarchy Online. Like I remember back when I was playing it in 2004, 2005, like 500K in-game was rich. And then let's say five years later, a million dollars, you're rich, you're set. Now, if you go in there now, the same item that cost like 500K is now 2 billion. 
You can't even hold a billion dollars in your thing. So you have to do multiple, multiple tunes to, to pay for something. And it's just disgusting. It's disgusting. It's so expensive, get get expensive, deflated the, the, the coin. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that was that was it. Is there any follow up question waiting for me there somewhere secretly? I'm done. Do you have anything, Ben? I know Ben is not, uh, like too much into this, but I know I talk to him all the time. Do you have anything up your sleeve, or did we do a good job? Did, did I do a good job? <laughs> um, yeah, I I just think it's well. First of all, it's amazing to see you know a founder and somebody that's part of such a massive project, not only be willing to do shows like this, but, you know, actively, as you talk about engaging in the game, but I, I, I just love how Marius, it, it seems like you have a very, you, I would assume you've got a very long-term picture of where you see this eventually getting to, but you're not in a hurry to rush to get there. Like you, you said, you're getting emails, you're getting offers for, you know, thousands of players, but you're like, hang on, let's just pump the brakes on this and let's stick to the plan, take it slow and steady. So, um, even as an outsider, I just got to say mad respect just for that aspect alone. But, you know, as far as like what the game looks like and that, it just, it looks absolutely incredible. Like I'm, I'm not a gamer, but I can appreciate like the art style and everything like that. It just, everything that I've seen just blows me away. So yeah, awesome, awesome props to you and the team. Thank you so much for kind, kind words and very humble with working hard. The whole team has been working very hard. Um, we have uh, teammates that we're trying to change their lives also by getting them, uh, getting some of our coders from the places that we are into better places. So uh, this whole project has a lot of meaning to me, and I always want to bring it up. If I, I'm not, I have a busy life. I have a big company outside of this one. So jumping here and dedicating time of my life and taking it away from my family and my life, it's, it wasn't to just get a quick two-year project and fold it down. Um, that's why the questions always come. Why did you choose MMORPGs? The toughest is this, is that. But I'm like saying that the only games that last 20 years are MMORPGs. Yes. Yeah. These are, these are the games that make companies into billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars. Like, yeah. uh, Blizzard, 8.7 billion, I think last year after taxes. So, uh, you know, when they were starting in, in the first year, uh, it was just a small group of coders. It was a small group, group of hardcore guys playing board games. Uh, it took four or five years to get the first WoW out. Um, it's been it's been a huge success since then, right? So yeah. I can't, I'm not trying to compare because we're very little, but I'm trying to say that we're, what we're going for is a project that has life ahead. We can get older with it. There's nothing wrong starting where we're starting and taking it slow, uh, Ben, and, and just saying, we just want to have 700 players and yes. we don't care if 10, we don't care if 10,000 is waiting. Let them wait. They have one other games to play. Um, we, we have to make sure that what we deliver doesn't crash, break, burn and creates a bunch of uh, unhappy people. Right. So, yeah. uh, so this is kind of what we went for a smaller group so far, 93% retention, which is very high, I think for alpha. And yeah. now we're going to go for a larger group. We're going to see how they're going to do. And will there be a space for real estate? Uh, Let's call it uh, and blockchain real estate supporters. Let's call them like that, like Uplanders, for example, right? Would there be place for them? Definitely, because the system of buildings that we have and businesses that are uh, service providers, when we have a service provider business, so they ha- they they're there, and you really need them. 
So I created the need for players to use that business in the game. And I think there's a space for all these guys that or ladies that invest in some different uh, businesses from their phones, like they do in Upland right now. They're going to be able to do it at some point in this game where they don't need to play it. They can decide that they want to buy this meal here, that meal there, that thing there, and then just get a flow of whatever is happening. So I'm working on it. I'm going to work on it with Wombat to make sure we have uh, access to your mobile phone and place some of your assets uh, from your mobile phone into the game and never use PC to play. There's a lot of people that, that would like to do it. They don't have a life to do it. And um, we're trying to work it as much as possible. It's been yeah. it's been a lot of work, guys, to be honest with you. Well, it's, it's, it's been, very clear. I, I think it's very clear even from the outside that your the underlying motivations for what you're setting up here is like you're you're successful in all other aspects of your life or whatever. So this isn't something that you're doing necessarily to you know, this has to succeed so I can pay my mortgage. You know, this is, it, it feels very much like this is your baby, you know, and um, helicopter parenting might have negative connotations to it, but it very much feels like, you know, this is your baby and you're very protective of your baby. You know, you, you know where you want to see that and you're just taking all of the right <laughs> steps to, you know, to see that come true. So I, I, I think it's amazing. Like, as, as I said, for, and Perhaps some of the casual listeners or observers aren't aware of the caliber or the the big names that you talk to. I know when we first spoke to some of the names you were kind of hinting at, Matt, this is a very massive project. Like it's, you can't underestimate or, you know, understate how huge it is. So. It is it is massive project that at some point is going to need to have a large financing. I do yeah. think, I do think, in the first stages, we are fine with what we're doing for the project. Nobody tells us what to do and changes our vision. I'm yep. also ed I'm also educating team on my vision, and I'm going to get another uh, creative director that's going to help me. But I just need to put the vision out. I'm afraid of somebody coming and giving us all the money and saying, "No, hold on, do this yeah, and change that." Change this, change so, that. Yeah, yeah. So I've had these proposals already. I declined a couple of them. Um, and the additional thing that. Uh, that I want to say the team is really working hard. There's weeks that we that we put 10 hours each of us in, in the game to make sure it's working. Things break, it's a code, it will always yeah. break. So so players can see it. And I've noticed players became like, ah, it's broken. Okay, I'm just gonna mute it. Or they, they start ignoring what's broken and go for what's good in the game. And they understand it's an alpha. Uh, we predict this to really last for a very long time. Um, um, the names, I, I try to don't throw the names. I'm under uh grant from Amazon and I received, uh, we, the team received one grant from Polygon. Uh, currently chains are don't dropping grants anymore. Chains are being very restrictive in what they promote and how they promote due to the market situation and some blowups in, in last couple of months. So we are mostly self-financed and players supported, I will say, and um, we're doing just fine. You see what we delivered, right? And we will deliver, yeah. we will deliver beta that's going to be about five times better than what it is right now. Also without um, somebody telling us what to do. But for the future, we will partner up with a larger studio. We will get a decent finance. We will get it to to a larger larger scale of a game. Uh, for, for me, I'm very slow, uh, Ben, because I'm trying this economy to work for the long time. And there is a lot of people that, that will tell you that they know everything about everything. And this is how it's going to work. And, and and this is this is the best economics, and this is the best, and that is the best. And then 
I always ask them, since this is so the best in your company opinion, what do you bring into the games? You should be a billionaire by now because it's the best. <laughs> so yeah, so so pe- people don't have any systems. They're just trying to use your project as a testing device for their idea, and they will sugar it and tell you that it's the best. So we're staying oh. away from that and yeah. uh, very cautious, like very 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 cautious. Uh, like I was telling before, you guys can cut it out or something. But I was telling you before that I I used to deal with cities and state departments when I was building. So I met a lot of uh, city treasurers and I talk a lot about how they generate money for the city, where they're missing, how they getting money from the states and what's happening there um, and how I was doing the deals where I was building billboards where uh, the city was getting a cut of income and why. So I'm, I'm, I'm applying some of that knowledge into the game, try to make this economy as close as possible to what you will see on the street in a good managed city versus trying to create something that, oh, maybe it's going to work. What you have in your city in general works. Cities are are creating income. Most of them are very well. Like the city where I am, Newport Beach, it has surplus of money. It's all yeah. how, what kind of people you have. So I took some advisory. I'm trying to keep that economy under wraps and not not creating made up, blown up thing. And I will tell people, hey, your mill is going to make a million tokens, right? I, I never say yeah. that. I say the million, the... The mill is going to make money if there is a traffic, if people have something to do next to the mill, and That's if smart. and if the bread is needed because you like the bread because it helps your character to recover during the yeah. bottle. So I created the free needs and then I put the mill. And the same thing I will do with my restaurant. I will put it next to the movie theater where people can go right before the movies to dinner and then hit to dinner with the great parking spot and all that. So I. I've tried to put it in a game, guys, and it's been working. Look what happened to stables. We bring horses to, and the stables owners were like, Marius, it doesn't make a, a token. We brought like, horses, and the stables blew up to 200,000 tokens within five days. Yeah. Because mm. players take their own ownership of the horse more serious than the horse that they can grab from the street. And, yeah, then, and then guess what I did? I removed the free horses completely. They're not existing in a game anymore. Now you're required to have a horse or you're slow, just like in real life. Either you have your bike or your motorcycle or, you know, your your car or you just do Uber or buses. So it's the same. I'm trying to bring it like that. And it seems to be working. And people don't care if they spend 6,000 tokens on a horse. And I won't, I won't spoil anything, but the horses that you buy yourself and own personally have a lot. Um, they You could choose something that they give to you that the regular horses won't. I won't say what. I don't know if you want to share that yourself, but I'll just yeah, put that out there. They're, they're stronger than the regular horses you will have, right? Uh, but guys, the big thing is we, I pushed the code, my lead coder, and he's been very busy recently, but I pushed him a little bit and we're going to have a pet grow and follow system, even in, in alpha. So mm-hmm. in alpha, you're going to be able to summon your pet and we were trying to probably introduce like the basic pets. Um, and I know a pet system in the future would be lucrative for the game, which is good for players because we're going to build a better game, right? Um, and everybody would like to grow their own wolf and leave him in the farm to protect your sheep. Just an example, right? Because we're going to give them function, not only follow, but function, leave guard, right? So, so there's cool. a lot of there's a lot of things that I'm, I'm bringing in uh, that everybody will say, there's no way they're going to do it. And we just did it. And we did it again. And we did it again. 
So we keep in, we have a good coders. Uh, we bring in, we just um, hiring more now, mm, trying to get people to get along because there's a strong headed team. So trying them to don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't, yeah, so don't, don't fight too much. Like, it's yeah, good. It's good. It's important though. It's important to kind of like, if you're going to you be working close together. Yeah. Yeah. We fight all the time, but we still love each other. So we, we're yeah. like family, him, Ben and I, you know? Yeah. If so, you, if uh, you, if, if you don't fight, you do something wrong. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I, I like your approach where it's, it's kind of just the team's just putting your heads down and you're doing the work. You're kind of, you're getting to the point where you're, you're undeniable. Like you said, even with the YouTubers, like you're not chasing YouTubers to promoting your stuff. You're just doing the work and then they're coming to you. I, I would assume you can only imagine that's going to expand to like financing. Like it'd be very easy to see like some pretty big names, you know, engaging in a kind of bidding wars, kind of that sort of aspect. Once you get to, a certain stage don't forget yeah, us don't forget we, us Mario. don't forget the little people right? <laughs> when they say players want something um players need to pay because they win something i've noticed that i can't say exactly what i'm talking about but you can watch these videos so i don't yep. know what is i don't know what is happening there in in some of these games so uh it, it concerns me but i'm also cheering for them because i want yeah. like I'm a, I'm a big fan because i don't want the games to fail i want them to look great and say web free game was amazing and then people come. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, and there are some incredible games that, that are coming. Um, and I've noticed like a chains like Polygon are like now sugar picking games because the AAA studio is behind it because they have this and this. And, and I always look at it. I'm like, I'm humbled for the AAA studios. But I've seen a lot of studios blow through $100 million and the game was crappy two years. So it doesn't matter that they're AAA or quadruple A or whatever the name yeah, is. Yeah, right? exactly. So so I'm, I'm more like, check the communities. Uh, check if people have fun playing the game, and that should be the most the most important, right? Because you guys look at all the game. I mean, I don't know if Ben is in the space, but Angela is playing game every night, uh, including Hogwarts. And, uh, <laughs> I'm almost done. I'm almost done, and I'm going to go to the new settlers. What a, what a beautiful game, then. Like, I have to very say, beautiful, like, very yes, gorgeous. Yes, yes, so pretty. Like I can't wait. I'm going to get time. I'm going to play it because I I just heard from you that. Uh, there's some some mistakes there have been made, but overall it's a very pretty game to play. Yeah. My so, only complaint is that like they they don't there's no consequences. No consequences to your acts, yeah. So um I'm gonna make sure I bring some consequences. So I don't know if you guys noticed, but behind me you have the Inquisitor and the, the Grand Templar Master. Yeah. And if you look very at cool. those if you look at their sabers, let's call them sabers. They're they're very uh, you know Darth Vader and uh, uh, the Jedi right here on that side. So we bring in the dark and the light side. We bring in the dark, the dark and the light side. This is basically, uh, you know. So is will... it going to be like a faction, like the lar the light and yes. the dark? Oh, that's, that's exactly that's ex that's exactly going to be uh, two different factions of the dark and the light, right? So um, they also have different types of. The dragons, right? The fire right here and the ice right here. So um, all this is like, just give it a time. For now, we just want to try to prove that the game works. And then we're going to load more of the lore and separation of people and, and always getting the battles between, you know, Inquisition trying to prove that the church is right and Templars, that reincarnation actually works and boom, right? So this is a lot of fun. We actually just build, and you can put that in the video because people are going to see it. 
we actually just built a secret castle tower with a landing spot for dragon for uh, inquisitor for the for the inquisitor so uh so it's going to be there at the end of alpha people are going to love it when they're going to find it uh, and obviously this guy ice caves high in the mountains the four explains all right very very powerful frost um so a lot of stuff i don't know if you guys know but templars and vikings went through arctic uh, greenland actually to the top and went to um now canada um so we we're gonna have spin that part too into the ice and, and, and that's why he's all in the cold gear since the beginning. That's so, so cool. So so I wrote like fifty pages of his story before I give them the white four. Now I'm just hinting. So it's a lot of uh, things that I'm hinting. We're gonna get better dragons. The dragons are very basic, they're borrowed, they're not hundred percent, you know, staying in the game. We're gonna change them. The flight pattern is very easy, animations are basic. But look, you can take two dragons in the sky and Morchis and Ben can burn each other and die in the sky and Ooh, fell from. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Can we do kamikaze chicken? Uh... No, there's no collision of dragons because that would be madness. But you can use fire or ice to hit each other from the dragons and have the battle. And then wow. one of you dies, or both of you dies if it's the right timing, right? And then you just fell. And then you fell from 10,000 feet on the players that are just playing, doing something else. And there's a dragon <laughs> fell. So, so we. So we. So nobody has it, I think, in the blockchain games. So nobody, mm. I think, went that far to do multiplayer battles of dragons in the sky. Mm -hmm. So we did, we did it. They don't look all that fancy. They're like, you know, the basic World of Warcraft for now because the animation sets we have. But we will invest in animation sets. They will be smooth, turning, flying, wind. You will get all that stuff. So it just uh, it give us time, a couple of years to make it really, really pretty. It's all about the base to be solid, your engine to work your colors to be good for people, that they like the style of the game. Uh, there's some incredible games. Just the Pax Day is coming out, I think. That's a very cool game coming. MMORPG on Web2 uh, from Scandinavia. But they're pushing for 8K graphics, 4K graphics. Um, a difficult to gain amount of players with a huge uh, dependency on your machine. Very right? restrictive. Or your, or your, yeah. yeah, so, so we've done it. And then we created for players this whole system. I don't know if you've seen it, Ben, that you can drag down all the details in the game to basic. And that will let you that will let you play it on i5 computer that it's like three hundred dollars right now or three ninety nine. So so players have that option to play without the grass, without shadows. Um we let you remove it because you just in disadvantage because you have a smaller computer for now. Right? But that's gonna change. Computers became cheaper. So uh, I don't know if you guys seen, we have screenshots from Amir 5 of our game. There's somewhere there in the Discord. I just posted like one or two and people cannot believe how the new system creates even prettier world, right? Um, Unreal 5 is going to let us have a better system of animations. So your characters are going to move, jump and climb better. Uh, we're going to bring climbing. So you're going to be able to climb certain walls with certain characters because there is no way a heavy knight can climb walls. I'm not doing that. That's not happening. Your gear is 400 pounds, guys. It's not happening. Yeah. So yeah. In Inquisitor, maybe Druid, we're going to find certain characters that we let them climb, but not nice. everybody. So, um, and I've noticed one more thing. In World of Warcraft, and I just cut it out too because I don't want it to go after me and I'm going to be poor the next week. Um, <laughs> I've noticed certain, certain characters, like archers, would not be popular if the archer would not have a companion. So, so we're gonna do this kind of the same way. So elves will have an assigned companion. 
So, so, so when you go for, for elf, elven archers, because they have this disadvantage in the close combat, we, we will promote them with a really cool companion that I'm thinking of right now, working on. Um, so you will get it with companion already as a puppy. And then you grow that companion to whatever it is. So you have the support in a close combat. I've oh, seen other, it. I've seen other games did it and people just loved it because archers are quite a bit of disadvantage. People like to be close in the combat or support. So I'm, I'm watching, I'm, I'm adding this stuff and I'm going to then, uh, uh, that's why I would like to do the subscription based on what I told you that guys, we do the subscription, right? Because I would like to keep this game alive with maybe 40, 50 players between alpha and beta and throw things on them, right? And get the opinion from 50 people and say, well, maybe not White Wolf Marius, maybe this, maybe that. So, um, so one of my elves, uh, a, so I, I, nobody knows about it, but you can put that in. So we are bringing, uh, we have three different druids, right? So I, I want to talk about two, two about it for now. So we have the forest druid and we have the water druid. Everybody now knows the water druid is on an advantage because can fly the water dragon, right, in general. And water druid also can breed underwater. When most of the characters they go underwater, they can breathe for 30 seconds, they will die. Water Druid is going to be able to breathe for quite a bit. Uh, she's going to be able to merge with the dragon breathing, right? So she's so she's going to be able to breathe. But now we have disadvantage to our forest druid. So the forest druid can still tame dragons, but she cannot fly them, right? They don't understand her. But forest druid can tame a very dangerous large forest animals or trees. So the so the forest druid is going to be the only one character in the game that can have two companions, and oh. that will and that will balance it out. So now she will have, you name it, two werewolves because she could tame them, or she will have two giant bears, right? And she can send them to action before before she moves in, or she can tell them, hey, you attack and I heal you from the back. I need to balance it because not every character can fly dragons. So that's that's the stuff I want to tell the players that I will try to balance as much as possible. Would she be able to fly an eagle? Uh, eagle belongs to Morgan Le Fay storyline. Oh. So, so Morgan Le Fay, uh, like in all the books, she gives you shape shifting. So, if you finish all her storylines, she either oh. allows you, she will allow you to shape shift into the eagle, or she will give you eagle as uh, the actual mount. Right? I want to so shape shift. I want to so shape shift. Yeah, that's how Morgan Le Fay was doing that. In she's she's the like the most known witch, I guess, let's call it like this, in uh, Arturian Legends. So I'm bringing her story. It's going to be difficult, right? But once you get it, you're going to be one of these cool players that you're going to morph and you're going to fly away. And everybody's going to be standing there crying. So that's just, <laughs> I'm bringing, I'm bringing, I'm bringing, like, everybody gets something. Um, we're working on Pegasus. You guys seen Pegasus. They were already in the game flying around. So we're working on a storyline for that. Um, we will bring as much as we can. And we may pull some things out of the game, which we will not think they're good. We're, we're still on the defense with vampires right now. Uh, there's a lot of pushback in my, my team that say maybe vampires are not a bad idea, uh, not a good idea right now in, in, in this game. So we're working on that. But so it's, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, I'm not trying to bring everything to one game because it's crazy. Yeah. And it has, to, it has to mix very well. So we will see how that's going to work. But I can tell you I have a writer that's writing a werewolf storyline. And as you know, uh, lichens can shapeshift from human. So there is a one a person in the King Arthur table that it's a lichen, and we don't know who that's going to be. Ooh. So 
that one knight can shape shift and he can rule uh, actual levels. So it's um it's a lot of story that we're trying to merge so the the actual uh, different creatures we're bringing makes sense. Um, it's never ending. Um, for now, you guys see we have boats. You can jump in on a boat. You can yes. cruise with you can cruise with your team to different islands. It's very basic for now. Uh, you can't steer them. They just uh, have a big buff Arnold there that moves. You can, fish, you can that... fish off of them. You can fish. We have different types of fish. You can cook them in the hunting grounds. So you're going to have mythical fishes that you can catch and legendary ones. And you can make amazing meals from them. So we're preparing that. Uh, you've seen more cheese. I didn't overwhelm the players with UI. I made a basic UI, but functional. There's not too many things in the UI. And I'm not going to expand it much more. I want to focus on the gaming and not the whole UI block in your screen. Um, mm. You've seen crafting. Crafting usually takes four to five items if it's complicated. It's not going to never take 17 items. I'm never going to make that like this. So I'm trying to narrow the UI so it's not annoying for us. We have busy lives. We don't want to spend 20 minutes crafting one item. So it's usually 10, 15 seconds and your item is ready. And um, that's how we done it. Um, that's it, guys. I mean, I give you all these stories. It's been... It's been a long time. I don't want to bore you to death. No, but, this uh, is great. We really Thank appreciate you. it. Uh, Thank you for I'm your just, time. Oh I think God. you should you should jump in and now see if the dragons are crushing or what's happening there. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, the the players are excited. We think quite quite a bit of gold passes. We're gonna buy silver pass and stay with us or emerald for the next month. And and then we, we're gonna do a couple meetings with players. Every guild separate, I wanna do AMA. Uh even with a bunch of people from guild can come on a Discord and talk to me. Um, I'm going to just explain because we're shutting down. Like we're shutting down from April and nothing is going to happen till December uh, that we're going to show. I, I hope it's going to be December. I hope it's not going to be next April. Um, uh, we no. will... <laughs> yeah, we will try to bring something for Christmas to ruin your Christmas. Meal. But... Uh, <laughs> but uh, so this is kind of where we are. Um, we're going to push now. My main goal, guys, is it's just this kind of is official that we're gonna push now for promotion of the project. So now we're gonna talk more, we're gonna show our faces more, we're gonna do banners on different websites. We're gonna see what works uh, very cautiously, obviously without throwing money on anybody. Uh, we're partnering up with one of the big Twitch promoter companies that chooses the right streamers for us. And we will be seeing how they perform, how many people come, what's happening. And it's it's a rough time for games. I think that's specifically that cost more than $29 currently, right? So we're trying to be very, very cautious who we're bringing in. Um, and that's it. I mean, it was amazing to see you after freaking what? How many months? Six months? Seven months? Yeah. yeah we should, Long time. We should, yeah, we should do um, another one, I think, after the alpha closes, like just somewhere in May, to kind of summarize what happened, how many players were playing. Oh, yeah. A, we have three villages. We have over 90 homes deployed. Deployed. The people that own the temples, they know they're going to get 24 homes each in the span of two years. So they will deploy larger villages. So now if you own a temple, it drops you NFT every month with your new home. It's a random home. And you can sell it in the marketplace. You can tell us where to put it in the village. So they're going to be expanding the villages. We agreed with community that we live in the island as a Genesis island. So it will, it's currently been dropped to Unreal 5 and it will always stay in the game. So if everybody is good and the game exists in the next 10 years, you can always fly on whatever you have into Genesis Island and then show your friends, hey, when we started Nostalgic. back in the, yeah, yeah, that was that was the first home I had right here. I That's love my, it. So oh. 
I, I think it's important because I think you guys have your places that you're nostalgic about in real life. And yep. if, if there exists, if there exists, you bring friends or kids or family and say, hey, that was my first this, that was my first that. I have yep. that. My first and, wheel of cheese. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever. We actually, put, we actually put cheese in your home. Yeah. I noticed that. Yeah, I've noticed there is a cheese in your, and, and wine. Don't home. put that anywhere else. Only I get the cheese. Others can get wine. They can get yeah. the wine, but no we, cheese. We so also uh, more cheese. I it, look. You you've been gamer all your life. Pretty good at what you do. I can see. I'm watching you when I have time sometimes. But you can come up because uh, I'm asking that to certain players. And I want to also say kudos to Jordine. I think that's her name. She created the SD PDF that explains the whole SD guild. Um, how it's formed and how it was created. She created multiple pages of that. She's from Scandinavia. So some players are wanted to create things. So more cheese, are, maybe you can think on um, an item that's created from cheese or it's a specific cheese. We're going to have specific items to create it. Just bring it up. We're going to put it in a game. And that's yeah, going to be always... Jordi is, gonna... is really awesome. Like actually... Jordi, yeah. Uh, they put out a newsletter and they... Uh, Dak was like, uh, I'm the one that that put like how we became, and I gave I gave her that uh, that information, and she oh wonderful went, yeah yeah it's wonderful. I read it and it was a really good job. So I say thank you so much. Plus she's bringing some Scandinavian one one uh, quest, let's call it. So one Scandinavian legend from her region. We're going to put it into the game. Nice. And that it's another that's another player that has uh, bringing something from their own world and their own mythical world to into the game. And then, like I say, you can create one. Maybe it's an item because it's related to you, or maybe it's something historically accurate in these times that you would like to bring it. I'm all I open to I'm that. Be, yeah. Because because you know, guys, we're gonna have hundreds of quests, if not going into over thousand. We don't mind um, the first initial creator, players, supporters to have something of their own. In the actual game, like somebody has the Attila Harbor already, somebody has the name of the bear. We're very like cooperative with players that are engaged, helping us and spreading the good word. And we're like, oh, there's you play games for a hundred years, but did you ever put something? So now mm. it's your chance, like come up with this idea. I give it the actor, we put it in, we'll see how good it is it, we spice it up and bring it into the game. Nice. Um, I love it. So another thing I'm releasing, and this is the very last thing. I'm sorry, guys, talking too much, but I'm releasing the, <laughs> the, the new form. I'm releasing a form for players where I'm going to ask them, the players that currently played, uh, three favorite things about Avalon, three not good things in Avalon that you would like to see removed, and then three things you loved in the previous MMORPGs you played all your life, and why, mm. and then three, and three that you hated, and why. And That's I'm going to so put good. all that knowledge, and I'm going to put all that knowledge together, and I'm going to see how we can make it more shiny based yeah. On, yeah. on hundreds of players' knowledge versus only us and saying yep. we exactly know what we want. Like we do, but you play it, so you can't really create it, but you can help us to say like, hey, well, if you're going to go this roof, 90% of us play that already, and it's just not a good route. So yep. we, we were always, yeah, we will always listen to players. And, I've, and I can tell you, man, I've listened before I created Alpha to a lot of players before I started creating the Alpha. And it's been successful, humbly, humbly. It's been successful because I listened. So I didn't just put my own thing there and just, oh, I let you play it. I, I removed a lot of stuff that people told me, no, 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 no. That would be a bad idea. So um, it worked out. And, and I know Murchis doesn't run a lot because she plays 72 games a day. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but I see you from Chelsea. time to time. 
Yeah, I see it from time to time. And, uh, and I'm always trying... open, like, if you ever want to pick my brain, like, I'm always open for discussions with you come into MVE or just come into Sanguist during CONUS and, <clears throat> or just send me a DM and like, I'm always yeah. down to just like, like idea chat with you. We, we need player opinions and we need people ideas. And I think it, people have busy lives, but it takes 10 minutes out of your life. And if you oh, think yeah. that over all your years of experience spending in the front of the screen, something was actually freaking good, right? You bring it up to us and you say, that was really good. If we can yeah. put a spin on it, think about that. And then then we have this whole credit space uh, that's going to be scrolling before the game starts and after, uh, crediting the players that really help in, in the creation. So, so, so a lot of people is getting it. And Adamus, and the, the, he is amazing. Adamus is pretty good. He spends oh. whole, life, whole life in a game. Yeah, and so chief, good. Chief into Azerox, Hedarian, there's a lot of hardcore, hardcore players. Uh, Zebrafer, there's tons of them. Zoom with seven accounts. Yeah. has eight. has eight accounts. Um, so people are there. But uh, additional thing that I want to bring, and you guys already heard that, I will put people eyes on what you do. So if you own a certain business or home or anything, there is going to be a place there people to click, and that will get them to your links. That so, would be amazing. So oh! basically. So like I was telling just that when he was here, like I will redirect you to your guild. But if you do something, verify, and we see what that is and it matches what, what we do, right? We don't mind redirecting hundreds of players that go through your property and see what the property is to click in. And on the bottom of that description, there is going to be a Morchi's channel or Morchi's Discord channel, whatever that is, right? I love That's it. it. Oh, yeah. It, we have to do it because there is a tons of eyes and people like want to see who they play with, right? In a way. So I, I don't think it's a problem as long as it's going to be within the guidelines, right? We're going to vetted and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and vetted and yep. you cannot change it. We submit the link, not you. So you cannot yeah. just click to your home and submit, uh, you know, Angela's link and then BMW store in a week yeah, later. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we will submit it. Um, I think it will help. I can tell you yeah. just meal, just meals receive. Uh, on the good days, probably meals now receive about 700, 800 visits per meal a day. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Players coming and going. And they will be in the front of your link and maybe they decide to join the guild or join the project that you do. Or I don't care, visit your store. It's not a big deal. I love so, it. Um, I so love I'm going to, I'm, I'm working on it, but I have to make it pretty. So it's not weird, not like, looks like a kid glue it somewhere there. <laughs> it's distracting. Has to, or, yeah. yeah. It has it, to fit has, within the look and the feel and, yeah. You know. But yeah. you can pr you can promote what you do specifically if the guild is like an upland related guild like you're wearing upland uh, shirt there right you're promoting that I'm a part of this guild and I I hold my stronghold here uh, yep. SD SD is pretty strongly related to upland uh, we when yes. your when your town um, well for now it's a temple but uh, chiefly at some point is going to be updated in it and the city is going to go up. There is going to be a scroll on the wall that will just list the members and everything. It's very easy for us to add these things. Like it's owned by this group. These are the members. These are the websites, how you can contact them. Right now, I'm noticing people have a hard time to find guilds. There's new guilds. Like you said, this new guild just came in. 70 people that are interested to join. They're trying to see what we do. Um, just in introducing people in-game to your projects and what you do, right, as a group. Um, it's a small game right now, but I don't think it's going to be small forever. No. If if <laughs> if if we decide to open 
the level for the free play couldn't keep up with the servers. Yeah. If we just if we just remove NFTs and let people play, there's going to be tens of thousands of people that are going to pour in just to see what this is about. Uh, I think uh, what's their name? Um, Star Star Atlas get forty thousand players registered on Epic to to start playing right and the space games are second popular after uh, fantasy games so i think when we register i would like to see what kind of registration of people we're going to get that want to try the game to play um i humbly say it's going to be more but we'll see um and and i think at some point guys you're starting with us early but you can see a traffic very very high in the future in a version of this game, which is going to be Xbox One streamable. Your guild is still going to be there, right? Your guild is, doesn't go anywhere. Your village is going to be also in an Xbox version because we have tons of villages. But these eyes are going to be on you. And then how you use it to do whatever you do, we're obviously going to verify, but you're going to be able to get a lot of traffic. Uh, and that's something that I said in a very early underlife. If you read my light paper, it says uh, stakeable chess sponsorships anything for everybody that wants to promote something that is within a reason for the players. And I spoke to chief uh, designer for this one chain. I cannot say who because I shouldn't. But he, the first re reply, and it's a big person that did games the whole, his whole life. Uh, now he's like a chief designer for one of the game chains here that we're working with. Um, the first thing he says, players are going to hate any advertising. And I'm like, depending how it's dished out to them, because yeah. when they waiting on the server 15 seconds, which this is the standard of industry, and they going to get, you know, restroom or coffee or whatever they need to do, or they're staring on the screen, they can now stare off on Appland. Yeah. And they can, they can sc uh, screenshot your QR code. They're yeah. still staring on a loading screen. Exactly. And this is what, and this is what every, I'm not trying to, you play the game and there's advertising come up on you. I'm trying to use the loading screens. Only when you're merging, not invasive, not annoying. You see it already in the game under every time you log in, you see our sponsors on the bottom. You see Bounty Block, you see Wax, you see Polygon, right? It's not invasive. No, nobody not. borders. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, but when we get a lot of players back, uh, it's going to be valuable. Yes. So, no, no. I think all of those sorts of personalization touches um, gives pe players more ownership of, you know, their characters and everything like that. So, no, I think it's, it's a really smart tactic and yeah, love what you're doing from, you know, as I said, from an outside non-gamer perspective and um, most importantly of all, as, as I also said, you know, we, we just really appreciate your time today and thank you no for jumping in. Um, how, how can people best keep up with events? Is it through the discord or is it um, your Twitter um, or what's the best way? I would say Twitter will be the number one, and there is a link in the top of the Twitter that gives you all the link tree to probably twelve links with the game. We're the most Perfect. active. Yep. We're the most active in Twitter. Um, when something major happens, it's always on the Twitter, um, and then we from there lead you to major articles in Medium, and our Discord obviously is where you can get feedback from players directly. So these these are the two places. We don't have a Telegram. I'm not planning on Telegram right now. I don't think Telegram is policed enough. No, in order it's to... the Wild West, the old Telegram. In order to have it, so we're going to stay in Discord to protect the players in general. Yeah. And um, also, please, guys, warning for everybody. We didn't have any issues, but uh, um, 
do not buy something from somewhere unless it's verified. Somebody in Discord, uh, make sure if we post any sales or drops and anything, it's always on our official Twitter. And then even if that go to Discord, make sure it's there or jumping into the game and talk to the players if it's real. Um, yeah. We didn't have any issues, but you know, with time, issues will arise like in every project. So yeah. just try to be safe. And uh, that's why I ask everybody also to create additional wallet for all the items from Avalon. You don't have the same wallet uh, that you use for other of the crypto. Have a separate wallet yeah. used with Avalon. Be 100% safe uh, as things happen to every single game in the blockchain that I've seen. And yes. uh, we, we're trying to just be cautious. We don't have any issues, but we say if we will do... Then anything whatever is possible. Yeah, anything is possible. Everything is possible. And yeah. a good a good way to wrap this up. Um, I would like you to post something on your Twitter. And for the challenge, I'm gonna have people follow you, retweet that, and tag me in there. And when they do that, um, they will get the NFT, which I already have in my head, which will be your face this time. Ben and I will be behind you fighting as the Templar and the, uh, <laughs> so this wait, time gotta... it's going to be pretty, yeah, you're going to be like, ah, I gotta be like this. wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, like this. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> nice. <this> smile. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Get to this guy's Twitter. We're going to have it. In the YouTube description, we're going to have the Discord, we're going to have the Twitter. Go on to Twitter, retweet the top tweet that Marius puts out, follow, and tag more cheese, and you okay. will get this epic NFT. So send me send me all that in the Discord, and uh, we're going to attack it. Or if you guys post it, I'm just going to retweet it, and I'm going to also put it in our Discord so everybody can see it. Um, we... We're gonna get busier when it comes to promotions. So you're gonna see a lot of numbers on Discord. Um, the, there's a whole line of new YouTube videos that we just finished. We're pushing out. We are now recording in Italy our studio recordings with music creation and a gameplay. Uh, there's a lot of cool stuff that we're gonna push on YouTube. Um, we've noticed to have a, quite a large success of people coming to play the game from YouTube. Yeah. Redirected redirected from after they seen the videos they say i came from warrior land gaming i came from satoshi uh we didn't know this even existed like this doesn't match blockchain in general like that's how zach found out about this from from wine and cheese can you imagine oh. the first genesis guild yeah in from you avalon <laughs> druids came from wine and cheese came from me came from the shitty show yes the, the worst ah. show ever <laughs> you guys look at all the game i mean i don't know if ben is in space who but Angela is playing game every night, uh, including Hogwarts. And, uh, <laughs> I'm almost done. I'm almost done, and I'm gonna go to the new settlers. What a, what a beautiful game they Like I have to. Very say beautiful. That. Very yes. gorgeous. Yes. Yes. So pretty. Like I can't wait. I'm gonna get time. I'm gonna play it because I I just heard from you that uh, there's some some mistakes there have been made, but overall it's a very pretty game to play. Yeah. My so, only complaint is that like they they don't there's no consequences. No consequences to your acts, you know. So um, I'm going to make sure I bring some consequences. So I don't know if you guys noticed, but behind me you have the Inquisitor and the, the Grand Templar Master. Yeah. And if you look Very at cool. those, if you look at their sabers, let's call them sabers. They're they're very uh, you know Darth Vader and uh, uh, the Jedi right here on that side. So we bring in the dark 
and the light side. We bring in the dark, the dark and the light side. This is basically, uh, you know. So is were... it going to be like a faction, like the lar the light and yeah. the dark? Oh, that is, that's exactly that's ex that's exactly going to be uh, two different factions of the dark and the light, right? So, um, they also have different types of the dragons, right? The fire right here and the ice right here. So, um, all this is like just give it a time for now we just want to try to prove that the game works and then we're going to load more of the lore and separation of people and and always getting the battles between you know inquisition trying to prove that the church is right and templars that reincarnation actually works and boom right so this is a lot of fun we actually just build and you can put that in the video because people are going to see it we actually just build a secret castle tower with a landing spot for dragon for uh, inquisitor for the for the inquisitor so uh so it's gonna be there at the end of alpha people are gonna love it when they're gonna find it uh, and obviously this guy ice caves high in the mountains the four explains all right very very powerful frost um so a lot of stuff i don't know if you guys know but templars and vikings went through arctic um greenland actually to the top and went to um now canada um so we we're going to have spin that part too into the ice and, and, and that's why he's all in the cold gear since the beginning. That's so, so cool. So, so I wrote like 50 pages of his story before I give them the white four. Now I'm just hinting. So it's a lot of uh, things that I'm hinting. We're going to get better dragons. The dragons are very basic. They're borrowed. They're not 100%, you know, staying in the game. We're going to change them. The flight pattern is very easy. Animations are basic. But look, you can take two dragons in the sky and Morchis and Ben can burn each other and die in the sky and Ooh, fell from. Yeah, I was gonna ask you that. Can we do kamikaze chicken? Uh... No, there's no collision of dragons because that would be madness. But you can use fire or ice to hit each other from the dragons and have the battle, and then oh. one of you dies, or both of you dies if it's the right timing, right? And then you just fell, <laughs> and then you fell from ten thousand feet on the players that are just playing doing something else, and there's a dragon <laughs> fell. So, oh. so we, so we. So nobody has it, I think, in the blockchain games. So nobody, mm. I think, went that far to do multiplayer battles of dragons in the sky. Mm -hmm. So we did, we did it. They don't look all that fancy. They're like, you know, the basic or the workout for now because the animation sets we have. But we will invest in animation sets. They will be smooth, turning, flying, wind. You will get all that stuff. So it just uh, it give us time, a couple of years to make it really, really pretty. It's all about the base to be solid, your engine to work your colors to be good for people, that they like the style of the game. Uh, there's some incredible games. There's the Pax Day is coming out, I think. That's a very cool game coming. MMORPG on Web2 uh, from Scandinavia. But they're pushing for 8K graphics, 4K graphics. Um, a difficult to gain amount of players with a huge uh, dependency on your machine. Very right? restrictive. Or your, or your, yeah. yeah, so, so we done it. And then we created for players this whole system. I don't know if you've seen it, Ben, that you can drag down all the details in the game to basic. And that mm -hmm. will let you that will let you play it on i5 computer that it's like three hundred dollars right now or wow, three ninety-nine. So so players have that option to play without the grass, without shadows. Um we let you remove it because you just in disadvantage because you have a smaller computer for now. Right? But that's gonna change. Computers became cheaper. So uh, I don't know if you guys seen, we have screenshots from Amir 5 of our game. There's somewhere there in the Discord. I just posted like one or two and people cannot believe how the new system creates even prettier world, right? 
Um, Unreal 5 is going to let us have a better system of animations. So your characters are going to move, jump, and climb better. Uh, we're going to bring climbing. So you're going to be able to climb certain walls with certain characters because there is no way a heavy knight can climb walls. I'm not doing that. That's not happening. Your gear is 400 pounds, guys. It's not happening. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Inquisitor, maybe Druid, we're going to find certain characters that we let them climb, but not nice. everybody. So, um, and I've noticed one more thing. In World of Warcraft, and I just cut it out too because I don't want it to go after me and I'm going to be poor the next week. Um, <laughs> I've noticed certain, certain characters, like cool. archers, would not be popular if the archer will not have a companion. So so we're going to do it this kind of the same way. So elves will have an assigned companion. So, so so when you go for, for elf, elven archers, because they have this disadvantage in the close combat, we, we will promote them with a really cool companion that I'm thinking of right now, working on. Um, so you will get it with companion already as a puppy. And then you grow that companion to whatever it is. So you have the support in a close combat. I've oh, seen other it. I've seen other games did it and people just loved it because archers are quite a bit of disadvantage. People like to be close in the combat or support. So I'm I'm watching, I'm I'm adding this stuff and I'm gonna then uh, uh, that's why I would like to do the subscription base. I'm not like told you that guys, we're doing the subscription, right? Because I would like to keep this game alive with maybe 40, 50 players between alpha and beta and throw things on them, right? And get the opinion from 50 people and say well, maybe not White Wolf Marius, maybe this, maybe that. So um, so one of my elves, uh, he, so I, I, nobody knows about it, but you can put that in. So we are bringing, uh, we have three different druids, right? So I, I want to talk about two, two about them for now. So we have the forest druid and we have the water druid. Everybody now knows the water druid is at, on an advantage because can fly the water dragon. Right in general, and water druid also can breathe underwater. When most of the characters they go underwater, they can breathe for thirty seconds; they will die. Water druid is going to be able to breathe for quite a bit. Uh, she's going to be able to merge through the dragon breathing, right? So she's so she's going to be able to breathe. But now we have disadvantage to our forest druid. So the forest druid can still tame dragons, but she cannot fly them, right? They don't understand her. But forest druid can tame a very dangerous large forest animals or trees. So the so the forest druid is going to be the only one character in the game that can have two companions. And oh. that will and that will balance it out. So now she will have you name it, two werewolves because she could tame them or she will have two giant bears, right? And she can send them to action before before she moves in or she can tell them, "Hey, you attack and I heal you from the back." I need to balance it because not every character can fight dragons. So that's that's the stuff I want to tell the players that I will try to balance as much as possible. Would she be able to fly an eagle? Uh, eagle belongs to Morgan Le Fay storyline. Oh. So, so Morgan Le Fay, uh, like in all the books, she gives you shape shifting. So, if you finish all her storylines, she either oh. allows you, she will allow you to shape shift into the eagle, or she will give you eagle as uh, the actual mount. Right? I want so a shape shift. I want so a shape shift. Yeah, that's how Morgan Le Fay was doing that. In she's she's the like the most known witch, I guess. Let's call it like this in uh, Arthurian legends. So I'm bringing her story. It's going to be difficult, right? But once you get it, you're going to be one of these cool players that you're going to morph and you're going to fly away, and everybody's going to be standing there crying. So that's just yeah. I'm bringing, I'm bringing, I'm bringing like everybody gets something. Um, 
we're working on Pegasus. You guys seen Pegasus? They were already in the game flying around. So we're working on a storyline for that. Um, we will bring as much as we can, and we may pull some things out of the game which we will not think they're good. We're we're still on the defense with vampires right now. Uh, there's a lot of pushback in my, my team that say maybe vampires are not bad idea, uh, not a good idea right now in 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 this game. So we're working on that, but. So it's there's a lot of stuff. Uh, I'm not trying to bring everything to one game because it's crazy, yeah. and it has to it has to mix very well. So we will see how that's going to work. But I can tell you, I have a writer that's writing a werewolf storyline, and as you know, uh, lichens can shapeshift from human. So there is a one a person in the King Arthur table that it's a lichen, and we don't know who that's going to be. Ooh. So that one knight can shapeshift and he can rule. Uh, actual werewolves. So it's um it's a lot of story that we're trying to merge so the, the actual uh different creatures we're bringing makes sense. Um it's never ending. Um for now you guys see we have boats. You can jump in on the boats, you can yes. cruise with you can cruise with your team to different islands. It's very basic for now. Uh you can't steer them. They just uh have a big buff Arnold there that moves <laughs> you can that... fish off of them. You can fish. We have different types of fish. You can cook them in a hunting ground. So you're going to have mythical fishes that you can catch and legendary ones. And you can make amazing meals from them. So we're preparing that. Uh, you've seen more cheese. I didn't overwhelm the players with UI. I made a basic UI, but functional. There's not too many things in the UI. And I'm not going to expand it much more. I want to focus on the gaming and not the whole UI block in your screen. Um, mm -hmm. You've seen crafting. Crafting usually takes four to five items if it's complicated. It's not going to never take 17 items. I'm never going to make that like this. So I'm trying to narrow the UI so it's not annoying for us. We have busy lives. We don't want to spend 20 minutes crafting one item. So it's usually 10, 15 seconds and your item is ready. And um, that's how we done it. Um, that's it, guys. I mean, I give you all these stories. It's been it's been a long time. I don't want to bore you to death. No, but, this uh, is great. really Thank appreciate it. Thank you for I'm your just, time. Oh I think God. you should you should jump in and now see if the dragons are crashing or what's happening there. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, the the players are excited. We think quite quite a bit of gold passes. We're gonna buy silver pass and stay with us or emerald for the next month. And and then we, we're gonna do a couple meetings with players. Every guild separate, I wanna do AMA. Uh even a bunch of people from guild can come on a Discord and talk to me. Um I'm gonna just explain because we're shutting down. Like we're shutting down from April, and nothing is going to happen till December uh, that we're going to show. I, I hope it's going to be December. I hope it's not going to be next April. Um, uh, we oh. will, <laughs> yeah, we will try to bring something for Christmas to ruin your Christmas again. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, so this is kind of where we are. Um, we're going to push now. My main goal, guys, is it's just this kind of is official that we're going to push now for promotion of the project. So now we're going to talk more. We're going to show our faces more. We're going to do banners on different websites. We're going to see what works uh, very cautiously, obviously, without throwing money on anybody. Uh, we're partnering up with one of the big Twitch promoter companies that chooses the right streamers for us. And we will be seeing how they perform, how many people come, what's happening. And... It's it's a rough time for games. I think that's specifically that cost more than twenty nine dollars currently, right? So we're trying to be very very cautious who we're bringing in, um, and that's it. I mean, it was amazing to see you after freaking what? How many months? Six months? Seven months? Yeah, yeah we should long time. We should yeah we should do um, another one. I think after the alpha closes, like just somewhere in May, 
to kind of summarize what happened, how many players were playing. Hell yeah. Uh, we had three villages. We have over 90 homes deployed. Deployed. The people that own the temples, they know they're going to get 24 homes each in a span of two years. So they will deploy larger villages. So now if you own a temple, it drops you NFT every month with your new home. It's a random home. And you can sell it in the marketplace. And you can tell us where to put it in the village. So they're going to be expanding the villages. We agreed with community that we're leaving the island as a Genesis island. So it will, it's currently been dropped to Unreal 5 and it will always stay in the game. So if everybody is good and the game exists in the next 10 years, you can always fly on whatever you have into Genesis Island and then show your friends, hey, when we started back in... The, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was the first home I had right here. I That's love my, it. So <laughs> I, I think it's important because I think you guys have your places that you're nostalgic about in real life. And yep. if, if there exists... If there exists, you bring friends or kids or family and say, hey, that was my first this, that was my first that. I have yep. that. My first and... wheel of cheese. <laughs> yeah, whatever. whatever that, we, actually put, we actually put cheese in your home. Yeah. I've noticed that. Yeah, I've noticed there is a cheese in your, and, and wine. Don't home. put that anywhere else. Only I get the cheese. Others can get wine. They can get the wine, but no we, cheese. We... So also, uh, more cheese. I it, Look, you, you've been gamer all your life pretty good at what you do. I can see I'm watching you when I have time sometimes. But you can come up, because uh, I'm asking that to certain players. And I want to also say kudos to Jordine. I think that's her name. She created the SD PDF that explains the whole SD guild, um, how it's formed, and how it's created. She created multiple pages of that. She's from Scandinavia. So some players, I wanted to create things. So Murchiza, maybe you can think on um, an item that's created from cheese, or it's a specific cheese. We're going to have specific items to create it. Just bring it up. We're going to put it in a game. And that's yeah, going to be always. Jordy is, be... is really awesome. Like actually. Jordy, yeah. Uh, they put out a newsletter and they, uh, Dak was like, uh, I'm the one that, that put like how we became. And I gave, I gave her that, uh, that information and she. Oh, wonderful. Went... Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. I read it and it was a really good job. So I say, thank you so much. Plus she's bringing some Scandinavian one one uh, quest, let's call it. So one Scandinavian legend from her region, we're going to put it into the game. Nice. And that it's another, that's another player that has uh, bringing something from their own world and their own mythical world to, into the game. And then, like I say, you can create one. Maybe just an item because it's related to you. Or maybe it's something historically accurate in these times that you would like to bring it. I'm all I'll open to that. that. Be, yeah. because, because, you know, guys, we're going to have hundreds of quests, if not going into over a thousand, we don't mind um, the first initial creator, players, supporters to have something of their own in the actual game. Like somebody has the Attila Harbor already, somebody has the name of the bear. We're very like cooperative with players that are engaged, helping us and spreading the good word. And we're like, oh, there's you play games for a hundred years, but did you ever put something? So now mm. it's your chance, like come up with this idea. I give it the actor. We put it in, we'll see how good is it, we spice it up and bring it into the game. Nice. Um, I love it. So another thing I'm releasing, and this is the very last thing, I'm sorry guys, talking too much, but I'm releasing <laughs> the, the, the new form. I'm releasing a form for players where I'm going to ask them, the players are currently played, uh, three favorite things about Avalon, three not good things in Avalon that you would like to see removed, and then three things you loved in the previous MMORPGs you played all your life, and why, mm. and then three, and three that you hated, and why. And That's I'm going to so put good. all that knowledge and I'm going to put all that knowledge together and I'm going to see how we can make it more shiny based yeah. on yeah. 
on hundreds of players' knowledge versus only us and saying yep. we exactly know what we want. Like we do, but you play it, so you can't really create it, but you can help us to say like, hey, well, if you're going to go this route, and 90% of us play that already, and it's just not a good route. So yep. we, we will always, yeah, we will always listen to players. And I and I can tell you, man, I've listened before I created Alpha to a lot of players before I started creating the Alpha. And it's been successful, humbly, humbly. It's been successful because I listened. Yeah. So I didn't just put my own thing there and just, oh, why did you play it? I, I removed a lot of stuff that people told me, no, 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 no. That would be a bad idea. So um, it worked out. And, and I know Morchis doesn't run a lot because she plays 72 games a day. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but I see you from Guilty. time to time. Yeah, I see you from time to time. And, uh, and I'm always trying... open. Like, if you ever want to pick my brain, like, I'm always open for discussions with you coming to MVE or just come into Sanguistern Conus and <clears throat> or just send me a DM and like I'm always yeah. down to just like like idea chat with you. We we need player opinions and we need people ideas and I think it, people have busy lives, but it takes ten minutes out of your life. And if you oh, yeah. think that over all your years of experience spending in the front of the screen, something was actually freaking good, right? You bring it up to us and you say, that was really good. If we can yeah. put a spin on it, think about that. And then then we have this whole credit space uh, that's going to be scrolling before the game starts and after, uh, crediting the players that really help in, in the creation. So, so, so a lot of people is getting it. And Adamus, and he is amazing. Adamus is pretty good. He spends oh. whole, life, whole life in a game. Yeah. And so chief, good. Chief into Az Azerox, Hedarian. There's a lot of hardcore, hardcore players. Uh, Zebrafer, there's tons of them. Zoom with seven accounts. Yeah. Has eight, has eight accounts. Um, so people are there. But uh, additional thing that I want to bring, and you guys already heard of, I will put people eyes on what you do. So if you own a certain business or home or anything, there is going to be a place there for people to click and that will get them to your links. That so, would be amazing. So <gasps> basically... So, like I was telling just that when he was here, like I will redirect you to your guild. But if you do something, verify, and we see what that is, and it matches what what we do, right? We don't mind redirecting hundreds of players that go through your property and see what the property is to click in. And on the bottom of that description, there is going to be or more cheese channel or more cheese Discord channel, whatever that is, right? I love it. Yeah, it, we have to do it because there is a tons of eyes and people like want to see who they play with, right? In a way. So I, I don't think it's a problem as long as it's going to be within the guidelines, right? We're going to vetted and everything. Yeah, yeah, and 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 vetted, and yep. you cannot change it. We submit the link, not you. So you cannot yep. just click to your home and submit, uh, you know, Angela's link, and then BMW store in a week yeah, later. Yeah. So we, we will submit it. Um, I think it will help. I can tell you, yeah. just meal, just meals receive. Uh, on the good days, probably meals now receive about 700, 800 visits per meal a day. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Players coming and going. And they will be in the front of your link and maybe they decide to join the guild or join the project that you do. Or I don't care, visit your store. It's not a big deal. I love so, it. Um, I so love I'm going to, I'm, I'm working on it, but I have to make it pretty. So it's not weird, not like, looks like a kid glue it somewhere there. It's <laughs> distracting. Or, yeah. yeah. It has it, to fit has... within the look and the feel and, you yeah. know. Yeah. But you can pr you can promote what you do specifically if the guild is like an Upland related guild, like you're wearing Upland uh, shirt there, right? You're promoting that I'm a part of this guild and I 
I call my stronghold here. Uh, yep. SD, SD is pretty strongly related to Appen. Uh, we, when yes. your, when your town, um, well, for now it's a temple, but uh, chiefly at some point is going to be updated again and the city is going to go up. There is going to be a scroll on the wall that will just list the members and everything. It's very easy for us to add these things. Like it's owned by this group. These are the members. These are the websites, how you can contact them. Right now, I'm noticing people have a hard time to find guilds. There's new guilds. Like you said, this new guild just came in. 70 people are interested to join. They're trying to see what we do. Um, just in, introducing people in-game to your projects and what you do, right, as a group. Um, it's a small game right now, but I don't think it's going to be small forever. No. If, if, <laughs> if, if we decide to open the level for the free play, couldn't keep up with the servers. Yeah. If we just... If we just remove NFTs and let people play, there's going to be tens of thousands of people that are going to pour in just to see what this is about. Uh, I think, uh, what's their name? Um, Star Star Atlas got 40,000 players registered on Epic to, to start playing, right? And the space games are second popular after uh, fantasy games. So I think when we register, I would like to see what kind of registration of people we're going to get they want to try the game to play. Um, I humbly say it's going to be more, but we will see. Um, and and I think at some point, guys, you're starting with us early, but you can see a traffic very, very high in the future in a version of this game, which is going to be Xbox One streamable. Your guild is still going to be there, right? Your guild is, doesn't go anywhere. Your village is going to be also in an Xbox version because we have tons of villages. But these eyes are going to be on you. And then how you use it to... To whatever you do, we're obviously going to verify, but you're going to be able to get a lot of traffic. Uh, and that's something that I said in a very early Angela, if you read my light paper, it says uh, stakeable chess, sponsorships, anything for everybody that wants to promote something that is within a reason for the players. And I spoke to chief uh, designer for this one chain. I cannot say who because I shouldn't. But he, the first re reply, and it's a big person that did games for his whole life. Uh, now he's like a chief designer for one of the game chains here that we're working on. Um, the first thing he says, players are going to hate any advertising. And I'm like, depending how it's dished out to them, because yeah. when they waiting on the server 15 seconds, which this is the standard of industry, and they go in to get, you know, restroom or coffee or whatever they need to do, or they're staring on the screen, they can now stare off on Appland. Yeah. And they can... They can sc uh, screenshot your QR code. They're yeah. still staring on a loading screen. Exactly. And this is what, and this is what every. I'm not trying to. You play the game and there's advertising come up on you. I'm trying to use the loading screens only when you merging, not invasive, not annoying. You see it already in the game. Angela, every time you log in, you see our sponsors on the bottom. You see Bounty Block. You see Wax. You see Polygon. Right. It's not invasive. No, nobody bothers. Yeah. Yeah. So. It, but when we get a lot of players, man, uh, it's going to be valuable. Yes. So, no, no. I think all of those sorts of personalization touches um, gives pe players more ownership of, you know, their characters and everything like that. So, no, I think it's it's a really smart tactic. And, yeah, love what you're doing from, you know, as I said, from an outside non-gamer perspective. And um, most importantly of all, as, as I also said, you know, we, we just really appreciate your time today. And thank you no for worries. jumping in. Um, how, how can people best keep up with events? Is it through the Discord or is it um, your Twitter um, or what's the best way? 
I would say Twitter will be the number one. And there is a link in the top of the Twitter that gives you all the link tree to probably 12 links with the game with the most active, yeah. with the most active in Twitter. Um, when something major happens, it's always on the Twitter. Um, and then we, from there, lead you to major articles in Medium. And our Discord, obviously, is where you can get feedback from players directly. So these these are the two places. We don't have a Telegram. I'm not planning on Telegram right now. I don't think Telegram is policed enough. No, in order it's to... the Wild West, the old Telegram. In order to have it, so we're going to stay in Discord to protect the players in general. Yeah. And um, also, please, guys, warning for everybody. We didn't have any issues, but... Uh, um, do not buy something from somewhere unless it's verified. Somebody in Discord, uh, make sure if we post any sales or drops and anything, it's always on our official Twitter. And then even if that go to Discord, make sure it's there or jumping into the game and talk to the players if it's real. Um, yep. We didn't have any issues, but you know, with time, issues will arise like in every project. So yep. just try to be safe. And uh, that's why I ask everybody also to create additional wallet for all the items from Avalon. You don't have the same wallet uh, that you use for other of the crypto have a separate wallet yeah. use with Avalon be 100% safe um, as things happen to every single game in the blockchain that I've seen and yes. uh, we, we're trying to just be cautious we don't have any issues but we say if we will do then anything whatever is possible yeah anything it's possible. Everything is possible and yeah. a good a good way to wrap this up um, I would like you to post something on your Twitter and for the challenge, I'm going to have people follow you, retweet that and tag me in there. And when they do that, um, they will get the NFT, which I already have in my head, which will be your face this time. Ben and I will be behind you fighting as the Templar and the... Uh, <laughs> so this Wait, time it's going to be pretty... Yeah, you're going to be like... Ah! <laughs> I gotta be like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, like this. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you have nice. <a> smile. <laughs> cool. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, get to this guy's Twitter. We're gonna have it in the YouTube description. We're gonna have the Discord. We're gonna have the Twitter. Go on to Twitter, retweet the top tweet that Marius puts out. Follow and tag more cheese, and you okay. will get this epic NFT. Now on to the spillage. Not spillage. Yeah, spillage. Yeah, spillage. The spillage. That's what we call it. Let me just type that down. Thank you. All right, yes, we got a whole bunch of stuff to cover now. Um, We are running super duper long, so we will try and blitz through it as fast as possible. This first one is a good segue kind of from what we were just talking about, um, and that is that Square Enix president is on the way out, so there's going to be a change of leadership here, and... Apparently, fans are hoping that NFTs are on the way out with him. Who's making that cheese? Why? Why? Well, you know, that's the whole the gamers hate NFTs thing. Um, so it says here Square Enix is planning to change its president. Yosuke, old mate, will step down from the company and will be replaced by Takashi. Um, Square Enix announced this morning the transition will take effect when it's approved. Um, yada, yada, yada. Shareholders meeting. But yes. Um, a lot of people are thinking good riddance to the whole NFT thing. Like this guy was apparently pushing that whole angle. So, Oh, they're going to miss him when he's gone. How strange. Yes. How strange. 
Sorry, but it was like the cup it. song. You're gonna miss me when I'm gone. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. So it says here that um. Yeah. The former president was very heavily into you know AI, blockchain, and all that sort of stuff. And gamers were not pleased with the direction he was taking the company. And it, now it seems that Square Enix isn't either. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. More drama to come from that. From their All right. Um, did you want to touch on some Upland stuff? Like we did have the... Look at all those uh, chicken nuggets. Oh, my God. All right. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. You, right, go ahead. You're go saying ahead. that while you're eating. And I'm sitting here. It's almost 8 o'clock my time and I haven't had breakfast. So <laughs> I'm eating pumpkin evil. seeds. They're just warm. You're evil. So we we did have the Sao Paulo release the other day. And we had there was a whole kerfuffle <laughs> with the collection reveal. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I didn't wake up for that. Yeah. Did you want to? Did you want to go into that? Um, I didn't wake up for it today, but there was yep. no complaints. Um, yesterday, they messed up. I'm not going to lie. They messed up big. But, yep. I mean, come on. Like, it, <clears throat> I don't know so what to say. Wh like, what exactly happened? That they were ultra rares were revealed before it was officially supposed to be revealed. And then I'm assuming some people said, thank you very much for the rabbits, went over, gobbled them all up. Yeah, but... I don't know what happened today, so I don't know if those were still ultra rares there, today. Yeah. I, I did see, I pulled it up. I was lucky enough to, I had three in one of the um, purple collections. Mm -hmm. The neighborhood that starts with an L or something like that. I'd, I'd oh, minted Libertar? three. Liber, Liberdad, Liberdad. Liberdad. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. Liberdad. Liberdad. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> oh, pardon me. Christ. <laughs> But yeah, I had minted three, and what do you know? The collection is you need four. So I picked up one on the secondary market just to fill out the collection for 12,000K, which was still pretty reasonable. So there are still some there to grab. So, so they didn't yes. put out the ultra rares yet. Um, well, there was definitely the yellow card was there. The ultra rare card was there when I looked at the collections as I didn't really dive into it because we were getting ready to kick off the show. So, yeah, I'm not 100% sure. But, yeah, apparently it was a massive kerfuffle. Um, yeah, I mean, what do you say? What do you Maybe say? Just... I mean, things happen. I know it was a big thing, but, you know, at the end of the day, I'm still up and strong. Things happen. Uh I had to kind of like put out a few fires in general. People were people used it as kind of like uh, an entrance to start a lot of trouble. And you know, you know those people who wait for bad stuff and just kind of yeah. I mean, they they use like this error, and then they pile on all of the other errors as as a continuation. I mean. I guess there's some fairness in that. Like if you're continually making errors, perhaps there's some underlying foundationary problems that need to be addressed. But yeah, yeah you got you got to try and take each kerfuffle on its own kind of for its own merit. You know. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So we'll have to wait and see. But yes, the other big news, of course, that came through was the One Piece Labs partnership. Uh, we touched on this in the UDU podcast briefly, but there wasn't a lot of details around at the time. There's since been a secondary article come out. So this one, One Piece Labs Upland confirmed metaverse ambitions with incubation program. So this goes into a little bit more details. Um, I guess we're just going to touch on 
not the whole thing because as i said we're running long so the main thesis of this partnership is an incubation program that is scheduled for march 7th to bolster talented startup teams providing mentorship resources and support to help them build launch and scale their products the program consists of networking with an amazing community expert training from professionals and access to the one piece team offering a slew of benefits for the selected firms so mesme kind of outlined this a little bit more for us where you know it seems to be like if you have some good ideas but you don't necessarily have the background knowledge or the talent or the resources to flesh those out well this is kind of a platform so it it always goes back to your point where if you have an idea you know find some people do some networking that can help build your vision you know i see so many times and it happened a lot in the game development space too is people are so protective of their ideas and they put all of these walls and roadblocks around their ideas that it never ever gets nothing ever gets done you yeah. have to take risks you have to network you have to get people on board of course there's going to be drama of course there's going to be you know dirt bags associated with that but if you don't take risks you're never going to get anywhere yeah so, so hopefully this kind of more official system will you know take care of at least some of those concerns and risks so if you have if you have an idea don't just sit on there because as I always say, ideas aren't worth a goddamn thing unless you're <laughs> going to put in some effort to actually see them through. Yeah. Find your Ben, find your DTAC, find your cheese. Yeah. Find your people, find your crew. Or if you want to go down the route, go the official route, you know, perhaps pursue that one lab partnership or one piece labs partnership a bit further. All right. Now we did kind of speak to this when we were not recording, so we will touch on this a little bit as well. Uh, we had a bit of a break there in between um, the interview and kicking off for the spiel. No, I didn't know but, this. Yeah. So this this is something that's been brewing for ages. Um, I forget when I first heard about Bitcoin. It was it was when I was in first in Japan, and that was you know not long after Bitcoin was first created. And there was a game developer, an Australian guy that I was associated with who was in Mt. Gox. He was always putting like things together about Bitcoin. And I, I read the white paper very early on, but it was a very clunky process to sign up. And like I said, I was in Japan. So it's finances in Japan are tricky to balance. So I never pursued it myself, but if I had of, I'm probably one of these people that would have got caught up in the whole Mount Gox, you know, the blow up that happened. Wow. Um, these people, the people that have been, have, they were in a very unfortunate situation where they've lost all their, their coins and all of that. But there's um, a silver lining to every story. They've essentially been forced into a long-term huddle. And now all of the, well, it's a percentage of the tokens that they had have been force hodled for them and because guaranteed you know you're talking 99.9 percent .9 of people would have sold out long ago and yet here we are the you know bitcoin's now worth i think it's 25k or something like that yeah. and they're going to be getting a shitload of bitcoin now the concern is that everybody's just gonna go yippee here's eight hundred thousand dollars that i didn't know i have and they're just going to crash the market um those people, I wonder how that's going to work with taxation. Like, oh yeah, is is, is the <clears throat> I wonder if the the tax department is going to view like they have held this Bitcoin for ten years or whatever they it is, have or to. is it, or is it when they've just now received it, you're going to have to hold it for another twelve months? 
I don't know. Very I, tricky. The fact that the, it was theirs, but they had to they had to sit on it for ten years. That should count for something. Yeah, don't don't quote me on the ten years, but yeah, it was a, <laughs> a very long time. So yes, um, so market strategists they're not expecting that one hundred and forty two thousand Bitcoin suddenly becoming available is not going to crash the market. I can't see how it's not. Yeah, I cannot possibly see how it how it isn't going to have a an impact. Is it going to be a significant impact? I again, I can't see how it won't. Um, yes. That's, Does it mention like taxes in here? It might. Um, now, yeah, keep in mind too, I've only just pulled that up myself, so I'm not sure. So the value of that 142,000 Bitcoin that's going to be free is wow. greater than $3.36 billion. Wow. The market cap is still over $1 trillion. So I don't know. I, I just, how can it not have an impact? Yeah. I mean, if that was me, I would be, if that was me and the tax, if that concern was out of the picture, I would be selling at least 50% of whatever I got immediately. Yeah. Um, because it's just basically, that's, that's, that's buy a house money. Like for what they're dishing out to people. So yeah. It's, I it's would very... sell half and then buy back at the lower prices when it, when, when it, it crashed. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like if, if the Bitcoin price does take a, whether it's a flash crash or it triggers another kind of, you know, a, another bear market for a while, um, all of the shit coins going to follow suit, but then you're going to have people who they sell their Bitcoin. Like you've just said, they're going to sell their Bitcoin. It's going to crash a market and then they're going to gobble up all the shit coins. So it's going to, it's going to be very, very interesting. And then you have like the market makers who have buy automatic buys when it gets to certain points. Yep. They're the ones that create the, the actual value of everything. So Yeah. Yeah. Do you agree with the USB strategist prediction that the upcoming Mt. Gox payouts could have a minimal effect on Bitcoin's worth? No, I don't agree. I th I think it's gonna have a huge impact. We'll, see. we'll have to wait and see. It'll it'll be something that we follow closely on the UDU podcast through through that kind of avenue. But yeah, big news, big big news. All right, now speaking of kind of big news, back to my old mate, Kako the Zucko. Senators have told Mark Zuckerberg to keep the metaverse an adults only space. Is that even possible? Mm -hmm. I can't see how it is. Obviously, it's, you know, we have, uh, there has been a history of, you know, concerns about, you know, the sexualization and the child exploitation and all that sort of stuff that get, that could potentially go on, but that's the internet in general. Um, it's a bit like trying to say, uh, you know, the internet is only available to adults. Well, it's just not going to work, is it? Especially when large sections of the metaverse are setting up to be, you know, educational or, you know, that sort of stuff. So very strange. What, the, you're going to have an 18 plus on Roblox, are you? You know, it's just not going to fly. No, it's not. So editor's take, does Mark Zuckerberg regret, regret his decision to go all in on the metaverse? In addition to the billions of dollars it's already cost the company and the general apathy from the public, the rise of AI has put a shadow over virtual augmented reality universes. Has it? I think it's going to be, it's going to be a companion. It's all 
part of the same wave. Yeah. I can't look we we're using AI now a lot as part of our existing metaverse kind of enterprises. So yeah, that's a weird one. Um, now the metaverse is facing more problems in the form of two democratic senators who want to stop meta from introducing teens to its horizon worlds VR app. Well, I mean, all right. I could see this as a kind of like, they're not going to, they're not going to have them stop being on in the metaverse. They're going to stop them from being in metaverses that, uh, are geared for adults. But they can't, like they're saying, they want to stop. You can't stop. Like they could put a, they could put a uh, check mark on there. Are you over eighteen years old? But kids are going to check that. I mean, they do that now with you know. There's certain things you have to sign up to where you got to put your birth date in. If they put their real birth date in, it's going to say sorry, you're not old enough to use this service or whatever. But oh, if they well, just put in some random made up one, I'm sure it'll be KYC'd. It'll have to be. And that'll, that'll prevent a lot roadblock. of... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah that's going to be a huge roadblock. Imagine KYC on Facebook. Or you have to be KYC for to use Twitter. That's... No, just for bizarre. metaverses that... <clears throat> like yeah, blockchain applications, ones. yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird... But this, this point here is very strange to me. I... I I feel AI will heavily complement the metaverse. Like imagine being able to go into, you know, spatial or somewhere like that. And you're having, you spoke about this too, didn't you? Where you're having, you know, that chat, whatever it is, that chat AI robot. Well, that's part of the NPC characters you're interacting with. Instead of just a brain dead NPC character, well, it's an AI with its own, you know, unique personality or whatever. So now that's a very weird take on things, I think. But I think senators might have a nice idea that that's what they want to do, but I highly doubt they're going to be able to do it. Or even yeah. have the tools well, to be able to do it. That was the editor's take on it. So the yeah. editor could just be kind of like ignorant for the whole there's thing. No there's no shortage of that around, that's for sure. Yes. All right. Now there's a couple of other ones here. Let me just make sure I'm in the right spot before I click over. Oh, yes. Now, um, if you don't know, Cheese, the Formula One season is just kicking off right now. Um, free Practice 1 and Free Practice 2 has been just run. I was actually, I watched those videos before we got kicked off here. Um, we have seen in the past uh, that there's multiple Formula One teams now. Just about all of them have some kind of crypto uh nft sponsorship associated with them uh one of the most famous ones was, of course is the mercedes formula one team who was sponsored by ftx and we covered some of the nft drops that they were doing there of course nft crashed and burned yada 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 but that hasn't dissuaded um formula one teams to continue to pursue that line of sponsorship and why would they because you know that's a crap load of money that's coming their way um, now one of the big ones that's happened is the McLaren Formula One team has teamed up with the Tezos blockchain for a series of NFTs tied to Formula One. So during each race of the season, McLaren fans will be able to mint one of the NFTs uh, beginning with uh, this weekend's competition in Bahrain. Those who collect them all will be eligible for one of three awards, including a 2024 race weekend experience. So there's a real life kind of 
reward there. And there's also a chance to have a virtual meeting with the McLaren CEO, Zach Brown. Um, nice. So that's pretty cool. So what does that actually look like? Well, I went over and checked it out. Yeah, I just I was reading off a different thing there. So um, I went over and checked their actual website and it's looking pretty, pretty slicko, Miko. <laughs> slicko, Miko. So yes, this is the wow, official, that's beautiful. This is the official collectibles McLaren collectibles.mclaren.com. So yeah, so there's a whole bunch of information here on how to get started. So you have to create a Tezos wallet. And now I'm gonna do this myself um, at some stage. Uh, you can claim a collectible for every race. Uh, don't quote oh. me on it, but it seems like this is just an engagement level thing. I'm not sure that there is payments associated with it. I haven't, I found this just before. Small little Ben Freeze, gonna, gonna sing a song until he unfreezes. Do, 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 Ben froze. I expect froze. this to go. be, oh, sorry. <laughs> No, you froze, so I was singing a song. It was like seven seconds long. Yeah, my, my um computer's saying, <laughs> hey, what are you doing, dude? We're not supposed to be doing three-hour shows. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I expect more and more of this to become available. You know, we're seeing, um, you know, football, sporting teams, uh, soccer, American football, um, you know, Formula One. I think this is just going to expand, 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 and become just part of the everyday experience that you do. If you're a fan of whatever, where well, you're oh. going to collect your NFTs. Yeah. It's, it's just going to happen. That's just the way it is. That's just uh, the way it is. Yep. Um, so that was one of the ones that I found another one. <laughs> I can't uh, no, believe I'll you said was... my little yep. pumpkin seeds were enough. <laughs> what? It's my pumpkin seed. All right, I'm just jealous because I've got nothing to eat. I could eat a towel that's in close proximity, or I could look, eat some <laughs> toilet paper. Anybody got a towel? Yes. So another one here is, I don't know if you saw this one, Taco Bell has married its first couple in the Metaverse cheese. The restaurant oh. chain opened a competition last year for couples willing to participate in a wedding in Decentraland, and they selected one couple from San Francisco. I'm sorry, but that sounds extremely redneck to me. Well, maybe, like, yeah. Get a redneck. Me, like like having a wedding in McDonald's or... Well, I, I got to see this. I got to see this. We'll bring it up now. So a couple marries in Taco Bell metaverse ceremony. Fun, romantic, and more than a little weird. So I don't yeah. know. They don't look rednecky to me. Hipster? Hipster, maybe. There you go. Okay. So, yes, on February 24th, the famed fast food restaurant hosted a unique and legally binding wedding ceremony in the, what did I say, Decentraland metaverse. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, the private nuptials took place in Decentraland. And, yeah. Yeah, they <laughs> definitely look, look hipster. Oh, my God, look at them with their tacos. The pair never planned on having their wedding in the metaverse, but after Taco Bell announced the competition offering couples the chance to win the usual unusual ceremony, they decided to enter. I mean... um, here's a here's a few quotes from from the bride and groom. I'm a big Taco Bell fan, and I think people on Twitter had noticed that I'd posted about Taco Bell. 
And so when they announced the competition, a lot of people tagged me. They're like, hey, you got to go do this. You've got to do this, he recalls. So we were on a road trip and I was like, hey, babe, there's this thing. It'd be fun <laughs> to apply. You just got to submit a two-minute video. And she was a really good sport, he says, of his bride, adding, we went to a to a Taco Bell and I think we recorded it in two takes. Ah, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's And it cool. has a shot of them. Has a shot of them within Decentraland. That looks cool. I don't know. That's cool. <laughs> that's kind of cool. A couple of people sitting there in Decentraland doing that. You know, they got a fancy dress. It's cool. So, like, um, I think we mentioned. I don't know if it was on the UDU podcast or the one and cheese show. So you could literally be sitting on your couch in your underpants eating your Cheetos, but in in the metaverse, you're looking all fancy and spiffy and <clears throat> this is true. Out. A lot of people don't know this fun fact about me, but I record the wine and cheese like Homer Simpson in my <laughs> <laughs> We'll just leave it at that. We'll just leave it. It's not easy to sit down. The mind boggles. Yeah. Yes. yes. Well, yes, technically I am still in my pajamas as well because I get out of bed straight for this show. So. Yo. <laughs> All right. And we got we got one more to cover cheese. Now, I think you in particular are going to love this one. So let me just run a bit of background spillage. So rapper and metaverse enthusiast Snoop Dogg has teamed up with tech entrepreneur Sam Jones to launch Shilla a Web3 live broadcast platform. The app lets creators token gate video and audio, sell e-commerce products and promote their own NFTs while fans can tip and give gifts to their favorite creators. The app is set for a release in April. Now I'll bring that up. Um, Yeah, that sounds really cool. This is the Shilla website. What do you think of the name? That's pretty cool. I love it. I love because it's Shill. It's Shill. But it's like yep. a new take on it, Shilla. And it's like Thriller, Shilla. No, it's very cool. So I can't see the top to navigate, but yeah, it's Shilla.io. Um, so yeah, we connect tribes through video and audio broadcasts. They help to set up broadcasts, feature merchant NFTs, share, go live, etc., etc. And then there's a bunch of information there for creators and artists. So. I think this is kind of taking the spatial, some aspects of spatial, but making a more official thing. So imagine you're a, um, you're an artist or something like that. And you want to do some kind of tour or you're a, you know, like a music, musical artist and you want to do a tour or you like a, a visual artist and you want to like do a gallery display or something. So, you know, this is something we should definitely keep our eyes on i think yeah definitely yeah whether you're an individual or a project we are delighted to welcome you onto the shiller platform click the button below to complete a short application flow so we can get things moving for you so yeah no that looks really cool now just to wrap on too i don't know if you saw it's kind of a bit related but not loosely related have you seen that there is now there's some kind of app where Say you're out at Genesis week, right? You're at Genesis week and you want to do a live stream. So, you know, there's a few different ways that you can do that. And with on the live stream, it usually shows how many viewers are watching, you know, 12 people are watching, 22 people are watching. Well, there's now a fake app. So you can live stream or record and it shows like 
you, I, I believe you can patch whatever number you want in there, like 123,000 people are viewing. And there's been all of these uh, TikToks, I think it is, where like a guy will be at some kind of resort, like a yeah, kind of mildly attractive guy, you know, he's walking around saying, hey, I'm on a live stream. And these kind of uh, dudes and women, they'll say, oh, what are you doing? Get out of my face. And then they see <laughs> that 127 people watching. And the change in their demeanor, you yeah, literally see their seen. whole body language change. Wow. And they're like, hey. And these people, um, again, I, I, I don't know the full backstory, whether the whole thing is a troll scam or whatever. But then these people that are doing this, they're getting invited to these VIP tours and they're getting all this backstage access. Like, Wow. Oh, yeah, so. but then when they find you out, isn't that like fraud? Can't they kind of like sue you for... I don't know, but I guess it points to that whole AI thing now where deep fakes, have you seen the, the quality of the deep fakes now? It's just insane. Yeah, like, a lot of female podcasters are actually <coughs> getting sexually harassed in that way. They're putting yeah. them in porno movies. Yep, yep. And it's it's, it's freaking scary. Yeah, I mean, what, what are we? This is episode 74. There is, you know... It, Obviously, we're not at that extreme where people would go to the trouble to do it, but there are certain big podcasters where people are using these deep fakes and the, the chat GPT AI systems to create whole fake shows where the whole thing's fake, but you cannot distinguish it. Wow. So, you know, it's, oof, you, you want to talk about the greasy aspects of where this is all going. You know, we, we like to focus on the cool stuff, but there's also a hell of a lot of grease. So. Yeah, there's a lot of grease out there. Oh, yeah, my God. They're kind of, it's going to be tricky to what is reality, what's, what's fake, you know. It's very, very weird. But then there's ways that we could play with that. You know, you could play with that in a positive way as well. There's, there's always two sides to things, so. Very, it's a very, very interesting time to be active in the space. I think. I think um, if we fast forward a year, it's going to be insane. Fast forward, you know, when we're in our fifties, it's going to be completely, completely mental. I, I don't think we can even. We try, but I don't think we can even begin to imagine where this is all headed. As long as we're still doing our thing, that would be so cool. Yes, replaced by robots, we can sit on the couch <laughs> eating Cheetos, and our robot avatars. <laughs> I like uh, that. Taking over the show. I love yes. that, actually. Yes. All right. Well, if you've stuck for us for this long, congratulations to you. You deserve a prize. I think it's almost pushing three hours. Holy crap! Um, some of that was cut out. Uh, we, as I said, we took a bit of a a bit of a break between the interview section and when we kicked off for the spiel. So, nevertheless, well done to, for you. Hopefully, you listened at two x speed. On that note, choose. Stay fresh, use cheesy bags. Go ahead, get your picky up. Talk about cheese, motherfucker. Go ahead, get your picky up. Go ahead, get your picky up. Go ahead, get your picky up. Talk about cheese, motherfucker. Go ahead, get your picky up. Go ahead, get your picky up. Fire Samurai, right on the dingo, flying through the sky. Shoot you with the knife. Right on the dingo, flying through the sky. Shoot you with the knife. Right on the dingo, flying through the sky. Shoot you with the knife. Right on the dingo, flying through the sky. Sho
some of that quality outdoor decor but you got no freaking idea where to go now oh, come on over to samurai aquatics and decor for all your outdoor decor needs got yourself an empty plot of foreign virtual real estate in the metaverse do you Delete that. I'm still not ready. Sorry. Get yourself an empty plot of boring virtual real estate in the metaverse, do you? Well, maybe some kind of crappy ramshackle building that, I don't know, needs a bit of extra spunk to it or something. And stop mucking about and get yourself over to Samurai Aquatics Discord to see all our available stock. We've got loads of different decor to spend your pretend money on. We got saunas to fire you up, and ice baths to chew you the fudge out. Literally, stock coming out of our ears. Grills, swings, seating, and more. So much more. And if we don't got it, give us a buzz, and we could probably make it. Get yourself on over to Samurai Aquatics at 30 Aqua Vista Way in Midtown Terrace, San Francisco, Ligeti Split, and gorge yourself on outdoor decor. <laughs> 